Skywalker. The force is with you, young I, I'm, I'm nervous because big trust. Yeah. Well, I won whoa, in your whoa. league. I hate that you team. I lost to Kyle. I love that team. I liked both of my teams. Yeah, I thought. Okay. Anyway, let's get started. <coughs> I think we're ready. I'm ready. Are you ready, Kyle? Welcome back, everybody. Totally Talking Sports, episode 96. 96. We are getting closer and closer. Closer and closer to 100. Uh, should be a fun episode when we get there. Uh, but for right now, week one of the NFL in the books. It's fantastic. Well, we couldn't have asked for a better opening weekend, in my opinion, at least. Um, it's good college football games, too. Lots of happened this past weekend. Um, but before we jump into anything... Let's kick it off with uh, Timmy Haven. Uh, been pretty good. Uh, did freaking uh, drill on Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Thursday, Friday was making it up for that last drill uh, that I missed, and then just had regular drill. Uh, went pretty smooth, um, and then also took my PT test on Friday. I was not prepared for it. So Wednesday after school, uh, went to. The gym, I uh, didn't lift or anything. Didn't want to like sore. You don't want to be sore going in, yeah. Yeah, but I ran two miles um, just to get a, just to assess the situation about what I'm about to go mm-hmm. into. You know what I mean? And yeah. wasn't bad. Ran two miles in I don't know, maybe like four minutes. 16, drank six 16, beers. 17 minutes, two miles. So not, not bad, bad. Not, not bad, bad. You know? And I was like, okay, I can pass the PT test. Yeah. I, I was like, all right, oh, I can yeah. pass the PT test. Uh, got a ninety on it. Sick. So yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, but well, Friday wasn't like this bad, but there was smoke. Saturday there was, smoke. was yeah. running out real bad. Um, but yeah, did it? It was smoky, but yeah, yeah. did it in the smoke. Just cause I wanted to get it over with. I don't want. I don't want to take it on drill. Yeah, rather take it when it's just like a couple of us instead of a big old fat group. Um, and then the rest of drill was pretty pretty smooth. Um, and then have a was supposed to have a math test today. Pre calc, yeah, or calc. Um, and I was a good. I was a good little boy. Because I'm struggling. <laughs> so Tuesday, I went to the tutoring center. All right. I was like, I need some help, you know? And I got a little bit of hope, and I was and I was feeling super confident. Went to bed last night, woke up this morning, made a cup of coffee. Jesse texted me, and she's like, hey, are your classes canceled? Like, And then she sent me the screenshot of, like, TMCC message. And I was like, oh, well, I haven't seen anything yet. And I'm hoping the test is still going on because buffering. Um, I'm all prepared. Yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> class is canceled. And um, so now the test is on Monday, right after Sunday. Oh, boy. Where I'm going to be blitzed from 9 a.m. to 8 8 p.m. And I just realized that my... I didn't didn't know that I... Oh, yeah. We we, we checked because I was like, like, how long am I going to be here? And then I looked and I was like, oh, we're going to be here all night. It's all day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That might be... Hey, if you want... I can come pick you up early in the morning if you want to be here earlier, or you can Uber here, but to be here by ten, and then you can Uber home. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that'd be perfect. If Save you like ten bucks. You know, yeah, what I mean? that would actually be pretty damn perfect. And also, if you want to do that too, Logan, I can swing by and pick you both up in the morning. <coughs> um, sure, but I'm down. <clears throat> yeah, we'll figure that out. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sure, Brittany be down. <laughs> she'd, she'd be happier in, in this instance than last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that. Um, I've been chilling, doing a shit ton of homework every fucking day. Um, proud of you. I'm not proud of me. Um, yeah. Fucking nerd. Yeah. Look at this uh, guy. No, I, no, I am. Look at this guy <laughs> trying. <laughs> I am. I'm very happy with how it's, hey, how it's been going. Well, he's not. Um, don't like my fantasy team. 
either one of them. Sunday, I was ha- having some high hopes. Um, other than the fact that Matthew Stafford laid uh, not so good of an egg for me. I mean, he didn't lay an egg. He got, you know, 15-plus points. Uh, but then it looked like Najee Harris tore his ACL. Turns out he didn't. Just He's playing. <laughs> That's he's playing. Cool. I looked into it. Um, and then Alvin Kamara <laughs> had like 10 rushes. For the entire game. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. That's why I lost in uh, Kyle's League. Yeah. And the, and the Saints did really good. Like They, they played a good, high-scoring, pretty yeah, game. Yeah, Taysom so. Hill got <laughs> all the fun. <laughs> I guess he's the stud to have. Yep. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> no, he's literally the best player. But anyway, so uh, I'm going to give it a couple of weeks. I completely reset expectations on life. We'll get into it when we start talking football. Yep. Or reset expectations on the football season. Um, so I'm not really um, – yeah. Not yeah. really excited about anything, but I'm just accepting at this point. And then in a couple weeks, uh, I think both my fantasy teams are going to go on fire sale. <laughs> Give me all the kickers. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's just it was just a nice donation of me to make to the cause this year. Uh, Kyle, how you been, man? Uh, no, yeah, I've been good. Uh, yeah, long, crazy week. Um, just very, very busy with random, random uh, festivities. Um, work's been good. I'm training the new guy, so still just, you know, doing that. Um, I'm just, like, dude, I'm getting so, like, fucking anxious because, like, because I'm, I'm technically promoted now, right. but, like, I'm not moving into that role, that role, like, fully, fully <clears throat> until the new guy's, like, trained enough to where he can be on his own and stuff like that. So, like, every day I'm just coming in and I'm just getting more anxious because I just want to go out and fucking do my new role. So I'm excited. But... <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we'll get into it later. Sunday was Sunday was awesome. Um, Chad's Chad's place and everything like that. We made crunch wraps. They turned out fire. Um, I swear to God, I did the same exact thing that they did at home. At home, like like not recent, like like a year and a half ago. Everything. That's why I asked him. I was like, "What you season it with?" He's like, "Taco season." I was like, "That's what, that's what I fucking did." But they were so good. Compared to when I made them the first time, so dude, Chad's been <clears throat> hyping up his crunch wraps. We'll play like Apex, dude. and then like he's made them before, and he's like, "Dude, Tim, you got to so, you got to have one of my crunch wraps." And I'm I like, wanted, "Dude, I believe it. I wanted three <clears throat> more." <laughs> no, so honestly, I was Chad. Just you know, I was about to go back for seconds, they were, and I looked, and everything was put away, and I was like, "They were they Damn. were they were full size tortillas." Too, and I wanted at least three. More. <laughs> no, yeah, so it, it was funny because I told him I was like, "Hey, I was like, this is not like this isn't a bad thing at all." It tasted like Taco Bell, but like like better, like, like gourmet, like, like, like gourmet yeah. Taco Bell. That's literally what I said because everything in there tasted and just reminded me of Taco Bell, and especially like when um, drap snap, like a Taco it, Bell canteen. Is that no drap snap? That, that sounds like a new Britney name. It's not. It's, Britney, would not, Britney would not go through the effort of making a new Twitch account. Yeah, no, yeah. Amanda was found out, and she I has don't not know. Made I don't know if she, I don't even know if she made hers or if I. <laughs> I think you did. Like, I don't right, Like right then and there. I don't remember. But. but, but yeah, no. So I mean, yeah, everything's been okay with me. Um, just busy, busy, um, and excited that football's back. Also suicidal because football's back. Amen, brother. But, you know what I mean. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but it's cool though because at work because everyone's like talking about sports now. Like, like there's like five guys and all we do is football, talk about football. football is the it one brings the sport. the United States together. <laughs> yeah, it does. Baseball is not America's the world, sport. but no, it doesn't bring the world together. No. Um, but yeah, no, so it's like, hey, Pokey, all right, that's all fucking dope as shit. Um, so we're always talking about that. They keep saying stuff and I genuinely like, I think they're being serious, but it's genuinely like just gaslighting me. And so it's like random little things and it just drives me crazy. So 
Um, but other than that, um, I've been good. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Last thing. Went to the DMV today because um, I had to renew my driver's license. That's a nightmare. <clears throat> um, get there 15 minutes before my appointment. Um, I did not know that now it's just, or maybe it always fucking has been, but I, at least not to my memory. Now, if you make an appointment, all it means is that you get to go in the appointment line. Yep. And, which is still just as long. Yeah. Yep. And and they're doing two per one. So like I guess you it goes get two faster. appointments versus one walk. Yeah, you know, so like I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, I guess it's going fast, whatever. So I didn't get my number until exactly at my appointment time. It's like, all right, cool. Waited forty five minutes still. And this is my lunch break. I'm like, oh, okay. Guys, I'm gonna be a little late. What are your lunch break? <laughs> Damn, oh yeah. That's a bold move. No, yeah, I texted them, I was like, hey, it's gonna be an hour, it might go long. They're like, all right. Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, no, my fucking place. I, I love my work. Must be nice. I went on my day off because I didn't want to try to do that. Oh yeah, no, no. It's so nice. So um, but yeah, so do that, get back, and then, um, or like I finally get called up, and they made me take a new picture. I wasn't excited about that, because I put on a lot of weight, guys. Yeah, um, but you got a haircut? No, yeah, so I did just get a fresh cut. I thought I'd be able to use my old photo, but then she's like, no, you have to every eight years when you renew it. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I go into like the thing, and she's like, all right, you know, like, hey, like, you know, we're just going to have you stand up against one. I was like, all right, cool. And she's talking to me like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, DMV is pretty, you know, it's going pretty fast today. And yada, yada, yada. And she goes, all right, you're all good. And I was like, what? I was like, I didn't get to smile. And she's like, oh, you wanted to like smile for it? And I was like, oh, I didn't want to be talking to yeah, you in my yeah. picture. I was like, well, I mean, I see it. I was like, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, well, I don't have it yet. So they're going to mail it in. Okay. And she's like, all right, fine here. Like, let me, let me back it up. And I was like, okay, okay. Who gave um, her a job? I don't know. Hold at on. least she was being friendly to cow. Yeah, but she didn't do her job, which was, hey, oh, look yeah. at the camera. Oh, yeah, I'm I, taking the picture. I mean, that, that's cow. <laughs> me, I, I don't care. Oh, oh damn. I, oh, uh, it drives it too late. Dude, this is 30 second picks. Anyway, so. Oh, that's why it's yeah. going so fast. Yeah, no, yeah, it's flying through. Uh, so I was like, okay, cool. And then she was like, all right, so like, let's redo it. And I was like, all right. And so I'm smiling, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm feeling good. And then she goes, all right, and you're good. And like, I feel my face drop. I start walking away, and then the flash goes. And I was like, Oh, and she goes, no, nah, it looks great. All right, get a mail to you. And I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. So I have Dude, no idea what I'm getting. She <laughs> must love her fucking job because she just fucks people all day. She's just like, that no, might you're be good. a fun job, though. Yeah, she's like, you're good. No, yeah, that, that would be a blast. Takes yeah. a picture side profile. Like, yeah, that's fine. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that was a, I mean, early bust to her, but also booming to her because, I mean, I'm sure that would be a fun job. So. But yeah, that's all about me. What about you, Logan? Uh, I've been good. Uh, Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> didn't do anything because there were no sports on. Um, so I just hung out. Well, there were there, there were sports, but Maction. I don't really watch Maction. I got to pick my battles when I watch sports all day. God, I love Maction, dude. Yeah, so I uh, didn't do anything Wednesday. Didn't do anything Friday. Um, Thursday, obviously, came over here. Yep. Fun times. Uh, <laughs> we had some uh, subs, some porter subs. Yep, we did porter subs. Time. Uh, Saturday, yep, uh, Saturday, what did I do in the morning? Oh, Saturday I made my bets, and I put all my bets on the 9 o'clock games, and about 9.45 I realized none of them were hitting. Uh, so Brittany and I went and got breakfast instead, because uh, I didn't want to put myself yeah, through more. This. I had Bama. That's that, me, after two drives, I was like, there I would have taken Texas. Yo, I, I would have taken Bama by 50 if it was there. Oh, man. I yeah. Have. And when Quinn Ewers went out, I was like, I'm set. I can <coughs> definitely enjoy my breakfast now. No, no. Dude. Backup's so, fucking good. We'll get into it. No, he's not great. Ah, well, he's not know. as good as Quinn Ewers. No, he's not. Um, but, you know, I, I realized about two drives in watching Alabama, I was like, they're not winning by 21. Um, <laughs> and so uh, when we got some breakfast, came home, watched them not cover, uh, but win. And then uh, uh, hung out for a bit, 
Brittany had to go do something with a friend. <laughs> Kyle and I went and uh, got some wild garlic. Me, him, Amanda, and Caleb. Good times. What did Brittany have to do with a friend? What friend? Uh, they were going to go axe throwing, and then they couldn't go axe throwing. So they went and... What's the friend's name? Uh, Alexis. Okay. Making sure it's a girl. Yeah, no, it's a girl. Well, Alexis could be a boy. You never know. Um, if, it's, if, if Alexis is a boy, then you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> no, I, I worked... 2022, man. I worked within... No, it's also like a, in like a lot of... like a, I don't know what cultures exactly, but like Spanish... Some yeah. sort. It means Alexis? A, it's just Alex. I, yeah. I, think, I think it's maybe. I, I think it's, it's Alexi. Alexi, and then there's sometimes. A yeah, I, S I think. I think there's no S at the end. No, there is an S. No, I think it's Alexi. I worked with one. <laughs> that's, that's Russian. That's Russian. <laughs> yeah. No, he said Mexican. Dude, if Brittany's that's what they're axe throwing like, with a Russian dude, you should be scared. No, yeah, I'm saying like like Russian. It's Alexi. Yeah, I would be scared. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, she went supposed to go axe throwing. They ended up going get drinks instead because like they couldn't get into axe throwing. Okay. And then the next day they went axe throwing. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, I'm trying to think of oh yeah we got we got food and I had uh, bubble gut rest of the night just <laughs> Dude, hot snakes all so night so bad yeah yeah I met up with Kyle and and he was I was like yeah we're both like yeah, stomach's kind of not happy and we were like duh <laughs> yeah, yeah, it must uh, have been pizza <laughs> I was like Eddie wild garlic fuck you up and he goes oh I was fucked up all night and I was like all right cool <laughs> yeah, yeah that was me too <laughs> not yeah, a big so. wild garlic guy <coughs> I love wild garlic it's one of my crusts. You hate the crust? That's the thing. With blind yeah. onion and wild garlic. I know, I'm that's, a weirdo. I'm well, yeah, weirdo. I mean, that's, that's like, a selling point, so it's, yeah. like, it's probably hit If you don't like the crust, then you're not going to like it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had, had yeah, some pizza. That is accurate. Uh, <laughs> and then Sunday, went to Chad's, had a blast, got a little rowdy. So I told, I told Tim this. I, I feel like I get <clears throat> overly obnoxious when I drink. I, here's, I my thing. Like, here's my thing. You can't get more obnoxious than me, though. Oh, I'm sure that's that's the case, but I'm sure I get pretty obnoxious. <laughs> Logan just will spit out every fact that he knows. I love it. Dude. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's the thing. Like, we're just sitting there on the couch, watch sports, and then it doesn't matter who the fuck's face pops up. Oh, that's the motherfucker out of Kentucky. <laughs> that guy, Phenom, he's gonna fucking be the best. But I'm like, yeah. He knows stats. He knows everything about everyone. So, so yeah, I, I was. I didn't. I don't. <laughs> stop, I think that my main problem is I don't stop talking when I drink. Yeah. And when I when, yeah, when yeah, I don't get, drink, you get talkative. When I don't drink, I don't talk. Not unless so, you're spoken to. That's fair. Um, <laughs> no, sometimes even when I'm spoken to, I still don't talk. Yeah. Master. Oh, wait, master. At work yesterday, I I helped some dude that's 20 that his brain hasn't developed past 12. Um, Okay. Yeah, because he was. I was helping him. What does he have? Like a condition? No, he's just <laughs> dumb. <laughs> no, I, 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 okay, it would have been a lot better if it was. Uh, no, <laughs> it was him and him and like his buddy, and he works at like fucking the new casino, Legends Bay. Oh, yeah. It's like Bay. by my branch, so a lot of those people come in. Um, he comes in and he's got two hundred dollars in ones, and he's like, "I have so much money," and I was like, <laughs> "You should shut up, dude." <laughs> like. Uh, and him and his buddy, and he hands me all these singles. And his buddy's like, "Yeah, he's a male stripper at nights." And I was like, "Ha ha, uh huh." And then he, 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 I'm, I'm quoting, "No, I have sex with my girlfriend at nights." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I had no response because I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Good for you, dude." I just looked at them both. How many teeth you got? <laughs> I just looked at them both, and then I just started counting his money because I was like, I'm not even conversing. And then the other guy wearing my, uh, we got 
Mexican uh, soccer jerseys, mm-hmm. like the national team soccer jerseys, because Wells Fargo sponsors Mexican national teams. So they gave us fucking jerseys to wear. Hell I yeah. get to wear that instead of like <coughs> a work shirt. Right it's on. fantastic. And the guy was like, you support Chivas? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Shut up. I was like, and he gave me this shirt to wear. Shut up. <laughs> you just looked at him and been like, USA, USA, USA. And I, was USA, like, USA. Uh, I was like, no, they just gave us the shirts, man. Like, we sponsored the national team. So they gave us the shirts. And he's like, can I buy one? And I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, no, just go dude. online, dude. Well, I, I was like, no, we don't sell. The, I don't know why you went the Wells Fargo version of the national <laughs> soccer team's jersey, but yeah, I used to have people ask me if they can they could buy the Starbucks ones yeah. off of us. Yeah, well, and that like I kind of understand because there were like some like decent designs, like you know, where I'm like I can see how people would want to buy these, like like the like when they did the Black Lives Matter one, I could see how some people would come in and be like, oh, I want a shirt like that, you know? Yeah, but you know, I was like, no, we don't even so have yours enough. Doesn't look cool. It's a fucking. It's just a jersey, and it has a Wells Fargo. It says "Vamos con Toto" in the back. I don't know what that means. You didn't look it up yet. No, I asked all the Hispanic people on my branch, and they don't really know what it means. Because like <laughs> even in Spanish, it's like kind of makes sense. What does, it, what does it mean in Spanish? I don't know. What? <laughs> like it was. It, I, I, <laughs> you said so it kind of makes sense, but then well then what does it translate to? Yeah, I'm shocked. Let's go just... with everything. There you go. Yeah, that I mean, makes perfect sense. <laughs> let's go. Like with everything we got. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everything you got, everything you got. <laughs> uh, so I was like, no, I can't. And he was like, I, was like, Man, I could just buy it off you. And I'm like, no, like leave me. I no, wanted yeah, them no, to you... leave me alone so bad. No, Can you I, please I, stop I, I fucking harassing me? All right, fifty bucks. No, I would have asked for more because I would have had to go home. Like I, I don't have another shirt. I just have this jersey on. It would have been super funny People for you to go in. Shirtless. Go, go into your. No, I was right up front. It would have been hilarious right to go into your boss's office with your shirt off and be like, hey, I need to go. <laughs> I'm going to go home. What, look, what the fuck happened to your shirt? Oh, I just sold it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in 30. <laughs> yeah. uh, you so I have to profit? <laughs> yeah, honestly. She'd probably be cool with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, I mean, that was that was it for work. Um, and then Sunday was, like I said, blast. Uh, and the last couple days have been kind of interesting. We're like helping out other branches. So it means we're short-staffed because they're short-staffed, which is fucking great. Um, <laughs> love corporations. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's been it. That's been it. Nothing else going on with me. Uh, just fucking so excited. I've been talking to myself about football for the last three days. Uh, just I just at home by himself. Dude. Thursday's going to be awesome. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Thursday's going to be fucking awesome. I, I'm looking. I'm, I'm, I was watching all the highlights. So I go back after the games on Sunday. <laughs> and like Monday morning, Sunday night, Monday morning, I watch the highlights of all the games. Um, like the little like 15-minute clips they throw on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I watch every single game's highlights. Um, and I was doing that. And while I'm watching, I'm like kind of like half-ass breaking stuff down the best I can. And Brittany's reading her book it's Monday morning. Brittany's like reading, and she she starts laughing. And I was like, "Was was your book that funny?" And she's like, "No, you're just talking to yourself." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize." I do I'm, it. To, I do it to myself too, Jesse. Yeah. And people at Starbucks will like catch me talking to myself, and I'm like, and they, they laugh at me, and I just like walk away, and I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you talking to yourself? I'm like, yes. I fucking always talk to myself. Yeah, I feel. Stop listening. Yeah, <laughs> fucking weird. So then for you, leave, leave me the <laughs> fuck alone. Uh, yeah, so that was, that's how I've been spending my days. Uh, but that's it. So without further ado, let's jump into some Kyle sports news. We did not know we cared about. All right, kicking it off as always. 
Sorry, let's get back to this real quick. Wrong fucking episode right now. <clears throat> All right, Darren Waller gets a three-year extension, earning him $51 million more oh, yes. to his uh, current one. Good for him. Yep, yep, no complaints there. Uh, Dak breaks his hand on a helmet. Um, he's going to be out six to eight weeks. Nothing new. Was it on a helmet? I thought it was on the other guy's hand. No, no, no. He uh, fucking, uh, was it Chef Barrett? I thought his hand came up to bat the pass. And he oh, yeah. I, I heard it was on the scene. I didn't see it. I was told um, uh, via ESPN radio that it was uh, on the helmet. I saw something that said he high-fived the Bucks player too hard. That is hilarious. <laughs> um, there we I'll, go. I'll look it up real quick. <clears throat> um, Cowboys. Now, with that going on, a lot of rumors that they might be going for Jimmy G. Today it said... Stick He's not going to go for Jimmy G. Stick with Cooper Rush, dude. You'd, you'd yeah. have to give up too much for for like a six to eight week uh, fix, <clears throat> and it's a lot of money. Yeah, and you know I think Cooper Rush can win him a game or two. Yeah, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be that good anyway. Yeah, aggressive so, high five. What aggressive high five? Oh, so it was literally on some. It was hand? on the throwing motion. Shaq Barrett stuck his hand to bat the pass. Hand came through. Wow. Okay, well, early bust then to Dude, ESPN Dak's radio. bones are made of fucking twigs. Dude, it's it's the cowboy curse. Tony Romo was fucking injury prone too. Broke yeah, but, but Dak's were like, times. but Dak's were like, <clears throat> well, one of them was really tough to watch. Yeah, this one is like not yeah. tough to watch, but it's like, dude, that broke your thumb. Yeah, it's like, mm. dude, it's like, yeah, you literally hit somebody else's hand. At least he's getting paid. Fat. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah, he is getting paid. Fat. I think Jordan pays him too <clears> when he doesn't play. Because he's on, like, the biggest endorsement deal by an NFL player, like, ever. It depends on the contract you signed. I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not in on the contract, so I don't know. But good for him if he's getting paid by two different people with shit ton money, shit ton more money than he deserves, yeah. and he's not playing. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. Big facts on that. Um, TJ Watt, uh, they thought that he tore his pectoral muscle, but he did not. Um, he does not need surgery. I think TJ Watt tore his pec. Yes. I think he yes. just sought out two doctors that would say you didn't tear your pec, so he didn't have to sit out there a whole season. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because he, so, he sought out a second and a third opinion. That was, I, that, the was, only, like, that was the only game we got in my shop. Uh, we only get, like, CBS. So I was able to watch the Chargers Raiders game mm-hmm. whenever I was in the shop. And then the, and then the Steelers and Bengals. And uh, when it happened, I was like, oh, torn pec. And then this guy next to me was like, ah, torn shoulder. Or he's like, separated shoulder. And I was like, doesn't look like he separated his shoulder, but I guess it's possible. And then I just kind of like went on with my business. And then later it was like, oh, he tore his pec. And then I went, I went a little too hard, <laughs> uh, rubbing it in the face. No, that's fair. <laughs> he question, he called you out to question you, and he had no better idea than you. <laughs> right? That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I also, uh, when Ajay went down, uh, I was crying like a little baby that he tore his ACL. My entire fantasy season was done. Um, and he's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, he's questionable too. Like, I don't know. Oh. He hasn't been ruled out yet, has he? Nah, I've gotten plenty of updates. He's playing. Oh, he is playing? Yeah, he is. Practicing. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, practicing limited today. So that means that means that he's going to play Sunday. Yeah, no, that is, that is good news. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> uh, Colts cut Rodrigo Blankenship after missing the potential game winner. 20 seconds left. It's a tough Texans. League. A tough league. Being a kicker, I thought Blankenship. I thought he was fine. Was he really wasn't good. amazing. He yeah. was fine though. I don't know who they think is going to be better. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I blaming your else. kicker when your whole we'll get into it obviously, but blaming the kicker for that loss is the about the dumbest thing you could. Yeah. Do. 
I'm yeah. blaming your they, defense. I put it on him, and it's like, he, I blame, that's your, not I blame your defense. Like he, your missed, he missed a field goal he should have made yeah, to was, win the game. It was, what, a 42 yard? 42. He should make that. Absolutely. I agree with that. It's not his fault you lost that game. No. At all. No. Yeah. I, he'll I, find I, a job. I, I would agree oh, with he'll, that. He'll immediately find a job. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah, I had Najee Harris, uh, possible torn ACL, but that is a no longer. It's just his foot. Turns out it was his foot. Um, Someone just. So someone just drafted Dak Prescott. <laughs> no way. Uh, like, like we're in like the twelfth round. But so like I think that's just a backup. I wouldn't draft him as a backup after week one. Regardless, let's continue. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, jump over to NBA. <clears throat> Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver suspended, fined ten million dollars, or suspended one year, fined ten million dollars after investigation finds conduct clearly violated. Workplace standards. Uh, treating women like shit. That's what it was again. It's It was racism and misogyny. And oh, double did whammy. You, I, I'm sure you guys didn't hear. Like I've been paying attention to it and listening to Adam Silver came out today and gave a whole press conference about why <clears throat> he only gave him a year suspension and a $10 million fine. Because this is very much shades of Donald Sterling with the Clippers a few years ago Okay, when they banned Donald Sterling for life. The the information that Adam Silver got, he said like, ob- he was like essentially what he said was racism and misogyny obviously has no place, but like how it was was used in this context, not nearly as bad as how Donald Sterling did it. So we didn't punish him as hard. Do you know how long the timeline is of when like the reports of this racism and misogyny started? Eighteen years. I was gonna say it was like it's over twelve 18 years. Eighteen years. Of racism and misogyny from your owner, and they're like, ban him a year, find him ten mil. He makes more than ten mil a season. <clears throat> well, it's like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's like, hey, well, we can't punish him for his first crime. It's like, well, okay, yeah, but it was eighteen years of this shit. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. And then they were like, you know, like we couldn't do anything else. And I'm like, but you could with Donald Sterling. So what's the difference? And they were like, well, we can't compare these two. And I'm like, why? It's the same fucking thing. Why can't we compare them? It's a racist slash this is even worse because it's also misogynistic. He's he's against everyone that's not a white man. Like and the league is made up of like eight of those guys. How how are we like, oh no, this is this is no this is not the same thing. It's not at all the same <clears> thing. <throat> Especially when the league's trying to be more inclusive and they're promoting the WNBA so much, and I'm like you can't do all that yeah. and then be yeah. like, Big we're going to keep this. And he also owns the fucking Phoenix Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's he's a misogynistic that owns a WNBA team that doesn't <laughs> even make him money? Like, what are we doing? Why does he own them? I don't even know. The whole... the whole Just owns Phoenix. Yeah, and LeBron came out and was, you know said he was disappointed. I'm sure everybody's disappointed. <laughs> like, I'm like, everybody should be fucking disappointed. I don't understand <clears throat> how Adam Silver... I it's just such, I, such a soft word. I gave him so much, like a lot of props for when Donald's the Donald Sterling situation happened, like a few months into Adam Silver becoming the new NBA commissioner, like a few months, and he was like lifetime ban this guy, get him the fuck out of the league, make him sell the team, right? Which, to be fair, is that really a punishment that the guy made three billion dollars? Yeah, but I mean, he's no longer in the league, but like getting cut a, a fucking check for three bill. Is uh, not the worst punishment you could be doled out. Like, okay, no. you know, it's like I'll, okay. I'll go take my money elsewhere. Yeah, uh, and I get it. Like the value of the team is going to keep growing and everything, but like still, but, that's the three billion dollar check. You know, what's ten million dollar fine 
to a multi-billionaire. It's not a lot. It's literally fucking nothing. Uh, it's a drop in the bucket. Exactly. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, I gave him so many, so much props for that, making that decision so early into being a commissioner and not dropping the ball and being like, this. there's no place for this in the league. And then a few years later, the exact same thing happens. And he's like, well, the Suns are a much better team now than the Clippers were when all that shit happened. So I don't really know if we can fucking kick this guy out of the league. And he gave up some bullshit excuses about, oh, well, it's it's different codes of conduct when it's an owner versus like a player because of the player. They're an employee technically, and this guy is not an employee. He's an owner of the team. And I'm like, so he can run it that's, how he wants. Yeah, I was like, that's bullshit because you did the same thing to Donald Sterling. So why is there's there hasn't been any? He just said like you can't compare the two. And every time people are like, why can't you compare the two? It's like. Just different situations. It That doesn't answer the question. I think Adam Silver and the NBA dropped the ball on this hard. Uh, this is the, a layup. Get him out of the fucking league. Sure, he gets a fucking fat payday. You get a different owner in that's probably going to be way more fucking progressive and help the league even more with development and inclusivity. Uh, just, just just bust from the NBA. I'm not, I'm not happy. I don't think anybody's really happy with how they handled the situation. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then U.S. rallies past Canada, 84 to 80, to win bronze medal at the America Cup. Sure. Bringing home the bronze, boys. Hell yeah. It's terrible. <clears throat> All right, jumping over to tennis. Dude, Redeem Team documentary coming out October 7th. There's going to be a Redeem Team documentary when we win the America Cup next year by 500 points. That's my birthday. Maybe. You should watch it. It's going to be great. It's produced by LeBron and Dwayne Wade. <clears throat> Ooh. So it's gonna be good. Yes, you know that's gonna be great. I heard Space Jam Two was it was bad, awesome. <laughs> it was so bad. That was Warner Brothers production, not a LeBron production. All right, yeah, right. you know, he had, yeah, right, he, right. he had a hand in the pot. You know what I mean? It was both. Uh, jump over to tennis. <laughs> Get ready for this ride, boys. Number one, Iga Swiatek defeats number five Ons Jabour <laughs> to win the U.S. Open. For women's, right? For women's, yeah. Good for her. Um, right and then I just realized I didn't have the men's, so I don't know who won uh, that. Oh, Carlos Alcaraz. Car- 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 right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Fucking uh, number eight, The youngest player to ever be ranked number one 19, in ATP right? uh, rankings. Uh, so big boom into him. Absolute judge. Was hoping the American was going to uh, pull through. TFL? Yeah. TFO. Francis, TFO. 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 Yeah, something like that. Hey, I, I forgot to ask you. Were you really proud of me? Uh, I guess you didn't get to see when you picked up the capture card, but I spelled your last name right. I I was proud of you. I didn't really notice because they didn't ask me for any information. Right. But I I, I am very proud because I think I, I saw something at, like about it that had like my name on the sticker. They had just threw the sticker away today. They didn't like. Put I didn't even. Code. I didn't even look because I was like doing it on Best Buy website. And I was oh, like, I was like, I'm so proud. I was like. <laughs> And then I looked after afterwards, and I was like, I was like, I probably butchered the shit out of that. And then I was no, like, I am I proud. I think of I you. nailed it. I'm, I'm very proud. Of you. <laughs> I think I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, and then real quick, um, jumping over to golf. Shane Lowry wins the BMW PGA Championship by an eyelash. Um, don't know if you guys saw it. What? Yeah, they drew eyelashes for the winner. I'm confused. What do you? Shane Laurie won. The BMW Championship is a FedEx Cup event. The European Tour BMW ah. PGA Championship. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, good for him, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. So you guys didn't see it. Um, I don't pay attention to the European Tour. Sorry. McElroy 
putted on the on the 18th hole. He was down by two strokes, and it was a putt for eagle, and it literally was like on the rim. Oh, okay. But, so, but Rory McIlroy is allowed to reap rewards from yep. PGA Tour and the European PGA mm-hmm. Tour. Okay. Yeah. So he almost tied it to send it into a playoff, um, but it did not happen. So Shane Lowry was sitting there watching. And then it did not fall in, and then you know he got all emotional, started crying, and he knew that he won. Um, Good yeah. for him, man. I like Shane um, Lowry a lot. <clears throat> and then top college player David Puig, uh, at senior at Arizona State, announced on Instagram on Monday that he's turning pro and debuting with Live Golf. Uh, will stay Smart at kid. ASU to finish his degree as well. Smart kid. He's getting paid millions. Fuck yeah. And dude. the PGA Tour Guaranteed. has nothing against him. Yep. Oh, yeah. He didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't break a contract with PGA. Yep. Um, and then also Any for the European. To Yasiel? No. Ah. <laughs> I doubt it. Because <laughs> with how they record sports nowadays, it probably would have said Yasiel's little brother gets, you know, whatever. Yeah. But. Um, and then <clears throat> um, also, I didn't put it down, but uh, the European tour, Edward Dett played. Um, the Live Golf, I'm, I, I'm almost positive, was allowed to play in the European tour. Uh, for the PGA yeah. Championship, um, which did account for their world rankings as well. So they were able to improve those. Um, and then they also came out with um, uh, the Live Golf came out with like all of like their pretty much contract details, too. I don't know if you guys saw those, but did way not. too much to go through. So I, I wasn't even going to talk about them. Um, and then jumping over to MLB, Mike Trout on the verge of tying history, but came up short. Yep. Um, he had seven straight games with a home run. And then did not hit one two nights ago. Um, so he would have been able to tie it. I think the, the, it was eight. Eight is the most games in a row with a home run. Aaron Judge hits his 56th and 57th homer of the season at Fenway the other night, I believe, on Monday. Um, on pace to tie Mark McGuire. I think he's up to 60 now. No. He didn't hit three today. Yeah. Today, the first game that they played, okay. Yeah, because I think it was yes. Day. It was yesterday at 56. Okay. Um, but yeah, you guys sound pace. like you're in a bowl. Um, all right, Dragon Balls. Uh, I mean, I guess I could, oh, let's just turn on. That's probably the problem. Yeah, it could be it. I got no fucking clue. I got a fast Whoa, car. that's the lights. But I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's the lights again. All right. Yeah, <laughs> That's how a man stops a fan right there. No, nope. that's, that's still on. No, nope, no, nope, still on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Instantly got ten degrees hotter. Um, I think it we, did. We always have the fan on though, so that's weird. Yeah, maybe it's the. I don't know. I, the, I, I know, know, I know for a fact Audacity sounds fine. So Dragon Balls, dude, your audio is fucked up. I think maybe. But if anybody else is is, uh, is also but probably not. listening. <laughs> Everybody else listening, let us know. Do we sound like we're in a bowl still? No, no, the probably not was to her audio being <laughs> fucked up. It's probably Ooh. not your audio. Yeah, um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Aaron Judge Hit on pace to balls. tie Mark McGuire for fourth place with 65 home runs in a single season. Um, I think the record's like 71 72. with Barry Bonds, 72. Um, so right now he is on track though with Mark McGuire, who is fourth place overall. No roids. Within 142 games. And no roids. Yet. That's fair. None proven after yet. the season. <laughs> yeah, none proven you yet. You never know. 
Um, and then also updated power rankings. We got Dodgers one, Astros two, Braves at three, Cheers. Mets at four. Yankees drop out of the top five. Yeah, it's they now do. the Cardinals. They suck. Um, Red Sox staying right at 17 like last week. And then Angels dropping back one. Even though we upset the Astros? What? And I tried it. Beat the home run in seven games in a row. No, yeah, but I think we still lost like no, I don't almost care. all those games. I don't care. <laughs> Where, we draw from what, 21, 22? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. did the team at 20 have a guy that hit seven home runs? Dragon Balls, thank you for bringing games. that to my attention. I figured it out. How do we sound now? Should sound normal. Uh, the problem was is that I accidentally had two things coming through as audio for Twitch, so it was picking up our mics and probably the computer. Mm. Oh. Um, when she said it, it sounds better. There we go. It sounds better. Yeah. When when you said that Fuck Dragon yeah, Balls, dude. I immediately knew that something was up, and then I had to do my investigation. Uh, hey, booming the Dragon Balls. Never thought I'd say that. Take it easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, Yankees suck. Yeah, dude. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck the uh, yeah. the Yanks. That's the consensus. <clears throat> All right, and then jumping over to MMA. Ooh, yeah. Right. Um, so real quick, let's get this one out of the way. Uh, Le'Veon Bell uh, knocked the fuck out Adrian Peterson. The fuck yeah, out of Adrian yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't say like like killed him, but like he, he dropped down, him. then he stood up, and I was like, oh, he's good. And then ADP was like, <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Yeah, he, he almost died. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> hey, but there's a huge age gap there too. So, I mean, Le'Veon Bell looked good for uh, washed up, retarded Dude, a- uh, running back. He only used taking hits with a helmet on. Yeah, dude. That's a lot of protection. And he's like 40. Right? That's too. He's like 40-something. Le'Veon Bell's probably about 35, 34. Not I, think, sure. I don't even think Le'Veon Bell's in his 30s yet. You think his kid said something when he came home? Le'Veon got washed quick. I mean, how old is Le'Veon Bell? 33. I guess it's 34. 30. I was closer. Wrong, dude. You're hey. wrong. You were wrong as well. We were no, all wrong. No, we were so close. We were dude. all wrong. Price is right, though. So I went. I went over. Yeah, he wins. Okay, well, come on, dude. Now he fucked us both. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, also, UFC went crazy. Um, for yeah. those of you guys that do not know, um, Kevin Holland and I'm fucking spacing on his name. Comes out. Comes out. There we go. Uh, got into a little bit of a tussle backstage during the press conference um, to where the press conference was actually canceled and said, hey, we're not going to continue further um, because there was such a big tussle. It was like Nate Diaz and his crew and Kevin Holland was there and then Cosmot started talking his shit and Hamzat and Holland got into it and yada, yada, yada. It was a big ordeal. Yeah. Then Hamzat comes out for the weigh-ins the next morning. And comes in overweight for his fight against Nate Diaz, who he was already going to murder. He was minus 1,100. Minus 1,100. That's one of the, the biggest favorites that I've seen in the UFC. And he comes in overweight, seven and a half pounds. Yeah, especially for a main event. Comes in at seven and a half pounds over. First off, how do you do that? Didn't so that's try. what led me to cons- a little bit of my conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. He did not try. And I think because of the lack of communication and him not being ex- uh, exploited for what his fines and everything are that, that are, like every other fighter is, right? The second that um, Alvera came in overweight. By half a pound. Yeah, against what's his bucket, Gaethje. Yeah. 
by half a pound. It was already said, Gaethje's getting this much of the purse. He can't be a champion, yada, yada, yada. With Hamza, nothing came out about it. So what I think happened is that UFC 279, which we've been saying is going to be a dud for the last three months. Yeah, since they announced 280 and then that the... 281 right after, too. Yeah, both of those cards, and they announced that the Kamzat DS fight was going to be the headliner for 279, because they announced that as the headliner before they announced any other fights. Yeah, and that's which, when we were like, oh, this card Which was already going to be a dog shit fight. Yeah. You know, like that would have been one on the main card, you know, to kick it off, to be like, hey, let's get people moving. Let's let them see a human sacrifice here. But, so my conspiracy theory is, is that they were not selling enough pay-per-views. So Dana White was like, hey, just miss weight. We're going to mix this shit up. There was drama between Hamzat and Holland, which I think was probably planned. And the reason why is because when Hamzat went up onto the scale and was overweight, he was, like, ah, he was smirking, he was flexing, he was having a good time, he was laughing. How does that happen? As a professional fighter, you're supposed to hold yourself to a higher standard than the rest of the fucking civilians, us simpletons. And you come in and you're smirking like, yeah, I don't care. He literally said, I didn't want to make weight. You know, whether it's health reasons, I don't care. Then you shouldn't take him the fight. And, you know, I heard rumors he didn't want to fight Diaz in the first place because it's going to be too easy. Then why'd you take it? Right? So I think there was purposefully mayhem caused, right? Controlled chaos between Hamzat and Kevin Holland. To where now the entire card got switched around. It was the first time I think it's ever happened in the UFC. Yeah. So it's supposed to be Hamzat versus Diaz, Kevin Holland versus Rodriguez, and Jay Lejong or whatever, Jingling, that's what I always call him. Uh, yeah. Jingling. Jingling, dude. Jingling. Was supposed to fight. <laughs> Lee Jingling. Um, was supposed to fight Tony Ferguson. Yeah. So everything got mixed up. So now Tony Ferguson fought Nate Diaz. A better fight. Yeah. Hamzat going up against Kevin Holland, who now just got into a backstage brawl like it was WWE from the fucking 2008. Better fight. And then you got Jingling, who was honestly the one that got fucked the most out of everybody in this. Yeah. Because this guy is just such a humble fighter, and he's like, uh, well, yeah, I guess I'll fight him. Even though Rodriguez was 10 pounds heavier. So they do a catch weight. Guess what? Jingling lost that fight. Then Hamzat comes in and submits Kevin Holland. In the first round, by was it Darce choke? I yeah, think. Yeah, Darce choke. Good it, fight. Exactly what everyone would have expected anyway. Yeah, but I'm like just manhandled him. Yeah, it was fucking tough to watch. I was trying to get because I was streaming the fight, just kind of buffering, and I was like, "This is the first fight I care about on this card." Yeah. Like the the Lee Jingling fight, I was like, "Yeah," but yeah. I don't really care about no, it. Like, yeah, I care yeah. about the, the co-main events. Try to get it on. Tell him, Brittany, like we got to watch this, and it's like buffering. You know, it was like right during intros, it's buffering, and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to switch streams, switch streams, switch streams. Finally, get it as I get it. Sometimes I was just running around the octagon, and the whole time, you know, Brittany was like, that's fine, it's fine. How can it, like, so early? And I'm like, this, it could end at any second. Yeah. And then I missed the whole fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and so, I mean, yeah, yeah sure, good fight. Good, nice finish, right? Everyone saw that coming. Kevin Holland's a little brawler, badass. Um, who's scrappy, but Hamzat's on a different level. And then you got the main fight, which was an amazing fight, in my opinion, for those of you that saw it, for those of you who didn't see it. It was a great fight. It was two veterans on their way out having an absolute battle. Nate Diaz doing Nate Diaz things, making it comedic, right? Um, I've never seen Nate Diaz really ever get gassed. Mm -mm. 
Um, and his cardio was shot the entire fight. When he was supposed to train for a five-round fight anyways. Yeah. Tony was not supposed to train for a three-round fight. Yeah, so Tony, sure, makes sense. But Nate Diaz over here, there was no reason for it. But that's because he's on his way out. So, needless to say, it was a great fight. It was a nice little battle. They uh, both just kept exchanging. They kept it fun. They kept it classy. And then Nate Diaz ends up getting the guillotine in the fourth round and finishing the fight, um, which just gangster. I mean, he, yeah. he pushed it in so well. He held it down. And then as the ref stopped it, still holding the yeah. choke, just flexing as he's still holding it. That was my favorite And thing. he's like, hey, get the, let the fucking go. Yeah. Right? It was, I think it was Mark Goddard. Yeah. And he lets up, stands up, starts doing his flexing, um, then just starts bashing on McGregor, saying he doesn't know how to be, you know, uh, or own another sport. I think it was essentially like every UFC fighter, but specifically Conor McGregor. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to show all these people how it is to go own another sport. And then, you know, Joe Rogan was like, you're talking about boxing? And he goes, everything. (laughs) Boxing, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu. And I'm like, okay, so you can just stop there. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like. (laughs) No one leaves the UFC to go do jiu-jitsu somewhere. Like, No. It's not usually. Usually the other way around. You you, you dominate jiu-jitsu and like, like, oh, I'm so good at this. I could probably do more. And that's it's funny too because I so this was his first finish too since McGregor, back on UFC like one ninety two or one ninety six. We just had two seventy nine. It's been like four or five years since he's had a finish. But his jujitsu is top notch. Yeah, like like he has great jujitsu. But you know I think he's like forty now or something. I don't know. He's been in there forever. So um, I did think it was a great fight. I just think Dana White not punishing Hamzat is one of the craziest things to me. He shouldn't have been able to fight. Poirier zero. said, I'm ready. The thing is, it's zero punishment. Not even like a light death. I didn't see any fines. Maybe there was, but I have not seen anything come out about Hamzat being punished for what he did. It. That was my rant about the UFC. There you go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the card was fine. I didn't love any fight. Like, yeah, whatever. The Diaz-Ferguson fight, I was uh, annoyed by the theatrics until Nate Diaz, like, put his hands up on the cage and then it was like there was like 15 seconds left and Tony Ferguson like started coming over and he just kind of kept his hand on the cage and just kind of kicked at him like hey back off, back off. <laughs> trying to catch my breath yeah. trying to catch uh, my breath but I got annoyed earlier in the fight because he would just walk away because like Tony was back you know on the defensive backing up and Nate Diaz would just walk away and like go to the cage and I'm like I that pissed me off because I'm like I didn't understand like the theatrics but you're just walking away and being like well he doesn't want to fight me so I'm not going to fight and it's like that's the fucking point of the UFC. If you're just going to not – there's no champion here. There's no one that needs to fight anybody. You guys are fighting each other because you want to fight each other. Correct. So I don't give a shit. You guys are fighting if, each other because you guys want some money. Yeah, so I don't give a shit if this guy is backing off from you. You don't just fucking walk away and be like, well, until he comes and fights me. Okay, then why don't you both take a seat in the fucking corner then? Oh, and we just don't man. have a fight. So I was getting annoyed by that. Uh, but when he when they finally actually started going – uh, when Nate Diaz really started, I spelled con- it wrong. It says football I all the way back instead of is all the way back. Oof. God um, damn it. But when, when they started actually uh, going at it, <laughs> uh, when they actually both started contributing to the fight and um, you know Nate was able to back Tony Ferguson up, I'm okay with it when Nate is actively throwing punches and getting F- Ferguson backing up and into the cage. And then Nate's like, oh, this, this guy is fighting me, so I can run away the whole time. I'm okay with that. But like just yeah. walking away in the middle of the fight, I'm like, I hate that so yeah it got better after like the second round um and by the fourth when he got the choke obviously it was an electric finish i love to see it but the rest of the card i was like sure we knew yeah we knew comes was gonna dominate 
didn't matter who his opponent was on this card. He was not fighting a fight that did anything for him other than make him some money. And Dana pulled all the strings so that he did make money. Um, sure, I'm excited for 280 and 281. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, no, no. The, those are going to be some fucking badass cards. Yep. Do we're getting close to 300. I know it's like two years away, essentially, but I'm excited for 300. Maybe the end of next year. Depends. That's 20, it's 20 cards. Well, it'd, be, oh, it'd be 18 cards from, what, November? So 17 so cards. So a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, they'll make, they'll make eh, UFC early. 300 bits. This is crazy. I can't wait for it. It's like, dude, I don't know, a year and a half from now, who's going to be the stuff? Oh, 300 is probably going to be five Dude, it's, it's going <laughs> to be Sean O'Malley for the belt versus I don't care who. Well, Sean O'Malley has to get through Peter Yon. For oh, I'm I'm sure, but in a year and a half from now, I don't know what's going to happen. Right, yeah, you're right, you're right. All right. When uh, you're right, you're right. What else we got for sports news? And that wraps it up for my yeah. part of it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't grab anything. Yeah, for this uh, week's sports news that you did not know that you cared about. Right on. Let's go ahead and go into some college football. College. College. Um, college. Probably the biggest game of the week here. We can go into it. Alabama, Texas. Uh, I was really hoping to see fucking Bama go down. That would have been electric. I was not because I picked them to win the whole thing this year. Is Bryce Young that guy? They still could have. They still could have. They would have come back. They don't play Georgia in the SEC. Yeah, they would have easily made the playoffs. Uh, Barring a loss to anybody. Anybody. They have to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, too. You're right. Um, but overall, crazy game. Quinn Ewers goes out. Bryce Young is fine. They don't have the same receiver talent, which really shouldn't make as much of a difference because you're supposed to be a great quarterback, and Texas doesn't have great secondary. Um, but he doesn't have the same wide receivers he's used to. Yeah. No, what I'm saying, like, is, is Bryce Young that guy? And I'm saying that as, like, a, as like a positive I, I, thing. I, no, well, no, for, for him I, I, doing I, that game-winning drive at the end, yeah, getting all the way fine. down, yeah. and no, be able to it, march down no, under but pressure. You have to be able to beat a Texas defense by more than one it's, point. Yeah, it's in Texas order to defense. Get, like, in, in order to get, con, like for me, to like, consider you a top-tier quarterback, is he still going to get drafted in the top five? Absolutely. It's so did this, did this game help or decrease his draft? It hurt him. It, it, it hurt him. Him bad. leading a game-winning drive doesn't matter when they should have won this game by 20 anyways. Like yeah. I know Tim would have picked Texas either way, but going into this – Bama should win this game by a lot. I understand Texas is a different team with Quinn Ewers, with Steve Sarkeesian as head coach and all that good shit, um, and their offense is totally revamped. But this is a, t- a game against a Big 12 opponent where that Big 12 opponent scored 19 points and you only won by one point. Big 12 doesn't play good defense. You should not score should 20 the against them. them. Yeah, um, It should have been – I mean, realistically, it should have been, you know, 49 to 24. And it should, well, and even if it was like forty nine to like thirty five, like, it'd be okay, like okay, they didn't 14. cover. They went by fourteen though, and they hung up a lot on that defense. Can't really put all that on Bryce Young. He did his job. He scored forty nine. Yeah, like, but scoring twenty and two of those quarters being scoreless. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not. It's not a great look. Um, but CJ Stroud hasn't looked amazing either. Like he's looked fine. No, Stetson um, Bennett though. Yes, yeah, Stetson Bennett's amazing. Yep. He should be getting more credit. Um, um, but only beat Sanford by 33. I thought, I figured it would have been like, uh, like 60 something to zero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Um, so with the Alabama Texas game, though, I mean, I, I, I really like Texas's offense. I think it's a damn shame that Quinn Ewers got hurt. 
Um, Do we know how bad that injury is? It's like uh, six weeks, I think. He, I think he dislocated his shoulder. Ouch. Um, it, and it wasn't even like it was a dirty hit. It, even the penalty that was called on it, I was like, that's kind of a penalty. Um, it's because of the body weight bullshit, which yeah, is like, you lay on I'm supposed to tackle a guy but not fall on him. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, it, it, so, like, yeah, it's a penalty. Uh, but it wasn't like a dirty play by any means. So... Unfortunately, he went out, but to be fair, him and Hudson Card were battling for that starting position anyways. They gave it to Quinn Ewers because he transferred there, and if they didn't give him the starting job, he would have transferred again, most likely. Um, So, you know, he's also the most talented. He's also just younger, so Hudson Card has that experience. But I didn't see the Georgia game. Um, Did Bennett play the entire game, or did he just get pulled in the first half? Uh, I'm sure he played into the second half. Because that was the surprising part for me was them only three points in the, three in the second half. Georgia doesn't like pull their starters very early. Is the thing interesting? They, like, well, th- I don't know exactly because they have like a five star backup in Brock Vandergriff and Carson Beck, but Carson Beck went five for seven, so he didn't play very much so he, either. Yeah, so he barely played. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, good for Bama getting the win. Uh, Texas is here to play SEC football though. Yeah, and I think that's good. This they is, showed that they're at least like prepared to play these, teams. and they're gonna keep getting good recruiting classes. This is a game that I look at and go, in two years when they actually join the SEC, they're gonna be ready. Yeah, they won't be joining, and it's like this is a Big Twelve team that shouldn't be here. They this won't is be like, Vanderbilt. No, they're they're good. <laughs> they won't they're, be yeah, Vanderbilt, exactly. which is getting absolutely rolled. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I mean, the rest of the the top five did fine. Nothing that I would really nope. care about. And then we can go ahead and go with Appalachian Dude, State. Sucks. Yeah, and you you said it last week that they sucked. Uh, and boom at Appalachian State, first time ever that college football is going to boom North Carolina for it Appalachian has to. State. Dude, it has to. Yeah. Did you see how they celebrated after the game? Oh I saw a video that there, was just there like... There was a car on the road, dude. I was like, oh, I'd kill myself if I was that guy. Dude, I saw, yeah, I saw a video. It was just like, wherever the central point of Boone, North Carolina is, I don't know where that is, but <laughs> college students from either side of the whole fucking town met at this point. And it was a group of 300 kids from this side and 300 kids from this side just converging at one point. And someone was recording the convergence of it. And they all just mat- came together in just the biggest celebration. Yeah, it was like, the greatest thing. The stadium was like on this side of the hill and there was just two exits and then it just flooded down. But I saw a car like pulling out of a parking spot and just trying to go down this road and all of a sudden 600 people just around the car. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you know the craziest thing? Half those people are cousins, and 45% of them have fucked. <laughs> dude, Appalachian State's breeding, though, dude. It is. Breeding some studs. <laughs> they feel no pain on the field. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, great game for App State. It came down to the fact that Texas A&M couldn't do anything on offense. Like, that's you're at home, you put up 14. Yeah, it's I bad. Don't. No, it's bad. It's, it's so it's bad. bad. Yeah. No, there's nothing you can take positively from this if you're Texas a <laughs> No. No. It's and, up embarrassing. And it was one of those things, and we're going to talk about it with the next game, too, where the the worst team came in and just wanted it more, and you could tell just by how they ran the football. Yep. They're just going to run the ball, and they're going to beat you doing that. They scored 17 points. You can do that running the ball every other fucking play. Yep. Um, so that's what, that's what App State did. I mean, and that's beating. what Marshall did. That's what Marshall did. Yep. Dude. Laybourne is like Notre Dame 0 and 2. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking top five going into this fucking season. Bad look. This is why I don't yes. give a shit about preseason rankings. Because yeah. they were top five. And it's like, I understand they had Ohio State and they looked good against Ohio State and then they couldn't show up for Marshall. 
at home. <laughs> like, that's that's the tough thing. And Tyler Buckner got hurt. And he also played like shit. And he's going to miss the entire season. And their backup came in and looks worse. <laughs> Bad look for Notre Dame. Drew yeah. Pine. Yeah, Drew Pine came in, threw a pick on like his third pass. <laughs> and it was telegraphed the whole thing, threw it right at a linebacker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was three and six. Yeah, he three, went three for six. Three for six with, with the, the tutty. Oh, yeah, the tutty was because the tight end did all of the work. It was like a throw in the flat. He broke like three tackles to get in. Yeah, the QBR of 12.1. Yeah, no. Yeah, Drew, Drew Pine, Pretty not rough. good. Tyler Buckner had a bad game. Uh, Tyler, but here's the thing. I feel bad for Tommy Reese. So Tommy Reese, former Notre Dame quarterback, current Notre Dame offensive coordinator, drew up some good fucking plays. And like it was right before halftime. They're down nine to seven. They got the ball with like twenty six seconds left. Ta- Tommy Reese drew up a perfect play. That was a there's like twelve seconds left. They're on their own twenty five yard line. Drew up a fake corner into a post. Receiver was wide open, and Tyler Buckner missed it by about five yards. It would have been a <laughs> touchdown. They would have gone into halftime up fourteen nine with all the momentum, and this wouldn't have been uh you know as close of a game. I think. Yeah. He misses that throw, and Marshall goes, "Oh, we're winning this game." He couldn't make that throw. We're winning this fucking game. <laughs> we'll leave that fucker <laughs> wide open over there all day. Yeah, and then it comes we'll down put seven in the box. <laughs> exactly. So Every day comes down to it. Marshall gets their touchdowns. Laybourne had the carry of the game. I don't know if you guys were watching the game. The carry of the game. He went right up the middle on it. Got a linebacker coming from his left. Just plants his right foot in the ground. Linebacker goes flying by him. He almost falls. Put his left hand in the ground to stay up. Keeps running, gets about another seven yards down the field. Safety coming in from the left side to drill him. Puts his right foot in the ground. Safety flies by him. Has to put his fucking left hand in the ground. It's like the identical move, like seven yards apart. To keep himself off the ground, gets to like the four-yard line. They get it in like three plays later. Marshall should have scored more in this game. But every time they got in the red zone, they put in their backup quarterback. That's like their dual threat option. Oh. That only knows how to run the ball. He's not a dual threat. He's a running back. Oh, okay. So they just ran the ball like three times in a row from the so nine-yard line. Jackson 2.0. Okay. Uh, so he ran the ball like three times in a row from the nine-yard <laughs> line, and they got nothing out of it. They had to settle for field goals. That's why they scored like 12 points on uh, – oh, that's why they scored those two a field goals. A lot of field goals. Yeah. Well, no, so it was it – was safety, right? No, that was a, a touchdown. They missed the extra point. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which I don't know why you trust your kicker if you missed an extra point, but – Regardless, hey, for, they should have scored more than what they did. Uh, I meant later in the game, but they didn't really have to rely on him. Marshall was the better team. That's really what it comes down to. You can't be number eight in the country and think we're the better team. We're sorry, we're the better team. <laughs> we're the better team and have, have a team like Marshall come into your stadium and dominate you. That wasn't a they snuck out a win. They ran 31 times for 163 yards with one guy. Yeah, you got dominated. There's yeah. no other way to put that. Yeah, uh, other big games, uh, top twenty-five matchup, final two overtimes. Uh, it happened on. Mm. I think it was played on Monday. I don't know. I don't know. BYU Baylor. Uh, BYU beat them twenty-six twenty in overtime. They definitely didn't play on Sunday. Um, so it was a good uh, game. They played on Saturday. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought Monday for some reason. Uh, nothing too crazy. Good good for you, BYU. I don't know anyone on either one of these teams. Logan, do you have any notes on this one other than, like, I don't know, Baylor won? Or- uh, yeah, Baylor was supposed to be, like, potentially Big 12 favorite. I think it's now it's Texas. I don't care that they lost. It's Texas. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma is probably up there as well. But they haven't played anyone yet. They haven't played anyone. That's the thing. So I, I, I would throw Texas as my favorite to actually win the Big 12 championship game, depending you know how they get there. Um. 
Baylor was supposed to be right up there, though, because how they finished last season. They won the Big 12 last season, so ideally, you know, they'd win again this year. They didn't lose, like, a shit ton of guys. Yeah. Um, BYU has a quarterback that is supposed to be a first-round draft pick just based off potential. So he's, like, okay right now. I think his numbers look fine for a game against a number nine defense. Yeah. Um, a number nine defense – or, sorry, a number nine ranked team that has a defensive coordinator for their head coach that – Putting up 26, I know it took two overtimes, but going 23 for 39, 261, and touchdown, like, those aren't bad numbers yeah. in a college game, like, especially if he's supposed to have a lot of potential. Uh, BYU is missing their top two receivers for this game, too. Um, so the fact they were able to still pull out the win, good for them. Uh, I think, Are they going to be ready to play next week? I don't fucking know, dude. I'm nervous. I'm so nervous for, for Saturday. Saturday is when Oregon finds out if they're real or shit. Yeah. So... Big facts. Uh, yeah. Other big game, uh, Kentucky uh, beats number 12, Florida. Dude. And hold on. You did mention that Florida's fake before the start of the season. Not Probably. necessarily that they're fake, but they were playing Utah, and you're like, Utah's going to fucking roll. Yeah, he said Florida's trash. Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, also, I would have been pronouncing Kentucky's quarterback's name wrong the entire time. Is it Levis? 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 It's Levis. Levis. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I would have guessed that. I, I thought it was Levi's because that's what I've heard. Oh, well, yeah. That's how you spell Levi's. And that's, that's what I thought. He should go by Levi's. Levi's has an apostrophe, though. He should go by Levi's. Um, and uh, so going into this game, <laughs> Fuck. I, I was going to this game. On, guys. And then they showed, like, the, you know, I saw, like, one pass room and they were like, and Levis finds his receiver. And I was like, huh. Interesting. Dude, football eye back. You learn something new every day. Football, I back. Dude, football, I back, but you knew Levis, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kentucky oh, ran the ball fine. Kentucky ran the ball fine, but really in the second <laughs> half, they didn't run the ball well in the first half. What it came <laughs> That's how English works, That's how it dude. Works. What it came down to was the fact that Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson is the same like kind of quarterback as Jaron Hall at BYU, where it's like, he's projected to be a first-round pick solely based off potential. Also, I get it Who? because... Anthony Richardson. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, Florida's quarterback. Yeah, he sucks. He's fourteen again, for thirty-five. I don't yeah, care he who threw, you're playing. If you're missing more than fifty percent of your yeah. passes, you suck. And he threw a bad two pick picks, six. No it was a bad pick six too. He didn't it even was, get to one fifty. No, it was on. It was on a. It was on a route that I was listening and the whoever was analyzing the game. I don't remember who it was, but as a former quarterback that was talking about the kinds of routes that receivers run in certain concepts. And it was like, if it's a, a hitch route, but against certain coverage, it like turns into a fade route. So it's a hitch route, but if it's a shallow zone by the corner, then it turns into a fade because obviously that corner is going to jump that hitch route. Um, and so the corner was in shallow coverage, shallow zone, and the receiver turned it into a fade route because that's what he should do. And Anthony Richardson threw the hitch and threw a fucking walk-in pick six. Um, that's not things I want to see from a quarterback that's supposed to be a first-round draft. I don't care about potential. He still isn't able to read a fucking defense at the college level. QBR of 3.8. Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're talking about a quarterback that can't read a defense at a college level trying to make that jump. <laughs> that uh, is the lowest I've I don't think he's going to be great. That was bad. Uh, and it was in the swamp, too. Florida losing that game, not great. Hey, not is, it, uh, is that ETN's little brother? Yeah, Trevor ETN. It's ETN's little brother. Um, but 
Kentucky just kind of dominated the game in all facets. <laughs> Florida could not run the ball, especially at the end of the game. They tried to throw it with Anthony Richardson. He couldn't find anything. He's more dynamic as a runner than he is as a passer, which is not great. Um, you know, when you're like supposed to be a guy that has all this potential as a quarterback to be, you know, it's like, oh, well, he's, he's got the potential. And it's like, right, but he just runs every time. And he's got talent at receivers. Florida, they recruit well. Um, so, yeah, good, good for Kentucky, bad for Florida. Okay. Uh, a couple more games I want to talk about real quick. Uh, obviously, another top 25 matchup here. What? No, I'm just 3.8. Oh. That's fucking nuts. Number 24, uh, do better. Tennessee, uh, beating number 17, Pittsburgh. Really good know. game here. <laughs> Went into Show overtime, 34-27. How for real is Tennessee? If I look here at the 2022 SEC standings, give me a second. It's going to be Georgia 1 in the East. That's that's clear. And I'm not saying Tennessee is going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that they're going to do anything like that. But when you look at number 1, verse 2, verse 3, it's going to be Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee. How real is Tennessee to be able to overtake Kentucky? I'm not saying that they're going to even compete with Georgia. Georgia's going to wipe the floor with them. But... I mean, is this a big step for Tennessee at least being able to get somewhat closer in in the scope of if getting within twenty of Georgia? Soon? Yeah, T- Tennessee will finish second. They'll they'll be they'll be Kentucky. This guy. They'll be Kentucky. Um, Tennessee played a Pittsburgh team that is okay. They're okay. It's, it's a Pittsburgh team that from last season won the ACC and, and they had and Pittsburgh week one barely got rid of West Virginia and Kansas beat West Virginia and yeah, Kansas so, is Kansas yeah so the thing with with if it's not on the hard court they're not doing good the thing with Pitt is that they lost Kenny Pickett who was the best quarterback in the ACC last season they also lost Jordan Addison to USC who was the best receiver in the country last season they have a completely new offense Keaton Slovis stepped in and wasn't good He's a transfer from USC. Uh, wasn't even good in week one against West Virginia. Wasn't good this week against Tennessee. Yes, Tennessee's fine. They're, they're, they are fine. Absolutely. Uh, they also let a guy go for 25 carries, buck 54 on them. Dude, Israel's going to be good. We're talking about, we were talking about a potential a six-round pick. Potential. Potential. Uh, and Hendon Hooker, Hendon Hooker's fine, you know, but again, it's like, no one talked about Pittsburgh's defense last year. No one's talking about Pittsburgh's defense this year. So, cool. It took them overtime to get that win. I know it was in Pitt. That's a tough. That's a tougher game when it's on the road. Um, I would still put Florida as of right now above Tennessee, not because of the quarterback situation, obviously, but I think t- Florida just has better dynamic athletes across the board. I just can never bring myself to trust Tennessee. Kentucky beat Florida. So you're saying it goes Georgia, Georgia Florida, Kentucky. Kentucky. No, no Tennessee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Florida three. So Georgia, probably Kentucky because of their quarterback situation. Yeah. Put Florida at three, and so, then Tennessee yeah, can be Yeah, four. so you're saying Florida's going to be over Tennessee. Yes, Florida will be over Tennessee. So Tennessee's going to be four in yeah. your in – your, in, okay. Yeah. I Sounds misspoke good. when I said Florida at two. Kentucky be at two. Florida be at three. Florida's quarterback at a 3.8. I do not care. The rest of the team is better than the rest of Tennessee. That's team. rough. Uh, yeah, it's rough for Tennessee that they're going to be – And the be, quarterback, you said he likes to rush. He was six carries for four yards. Once Tennessee plays Florida – I'm putting more than a Lincoln on Tennessee. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Okay. Minus 38. Whoa. Okay. Take it easy. The Lincoln. The Lincoln. <laughs> the Lincoln. All right. Uh, next thing I want to talk about, uh, top 25 team going down, uh, Washington State over Wisconsin. Sorry, Ryan. Hey. 
Washington State beat you 17 to 14. Uh, pretty uh, ugly look. Uh, I, I want to like Wisconsin. It's just like they're not. The three featured players were all from Wisconsin, too. I know. It was hurts, probably, it was probably a very more. ugly game. I didn't watch it. Oh, it was very ugly. But, I mean, yeah, their leading receiver had two catches. <laughs> I mean, it was 62 yards, but that was their leading receiver. Yeah. Um, I feel like Wisconsin hasn't had a quarterback since Russell Wilson. Yeah, that'd be fair. They, yeah. they run the ball. That's the thing. That's Wisconsin. That's why Braylon Allen is so good. Braylon Allen's like 18 years old. That's what's so special about him. He's in his second year of college football. Yeah, real special. Couldn't even average five yards off the ground. Wild. Uh, <laughs> he averages seven for the season. Um, and, okay. la- and last season, he averaged uh, 4.9 with Not five. 12 touchdowns, uh, 1,200 yards rushing. Uh, at 17 years old. I was about old. to say, 17 years old, though. That's, That's crazy. crazy. All right, well, um, then you have... He, no, he's really good. The rest of the team is not. Okay. That's the problem. Well, like, they have a stud at running back that's probably going to be a first-round draft pick, and I, I'm not going to say, like, just based on how dynamic he can be, you know? Like, he could be an, another great running back in the NFL. Not to the same extent, but like a Jonathan Taylor, like, like a Monty Ball, like those... Those running back, well, not Monty Did Ball. Did Monty Ball Melvin really Gordon. pan out? Melvin Gordon. That's like, fair. Melvin okay. Gordon or Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. Like, those running backs, those running backs that come out of Wisconsin that put in work, and you're like, okay, I can trust this running back. Like he's probably gonna be that kind of guy in another really? year. Yeah, and, and he's and, and he'll be zero. he'll be 19, maybe 20 when he's getting drafted. Teams are gonna dra- draft him just based off he's only 20 years old and he did this in the Big Ten, and we could give him two or three years just to bulk up and get better. Yeah. yeah. So. But the rest of the team, wow. not good. Losing to Washington State, not ideal. Uh, I saw Oregon was predicted to lose to Washington State. We won't, but we'll lose somebody worse. Yeah. Uh, but I think we lose to Washington State. All right. Yeah, you guys will lose someone worse like Oregon State, and it'll just be like, what happened? Dude, we lose a Civil War. I want Bo Nix's head on a pike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, last game real quick uh, that is of note. Uh, I'm sure there are that teams aren't ranked, but – um, I only talk about teams that are ranked. That's essentially. all that matters. Um, well, and these teams aren't even twenty-five. Houston will not be ranked any longer because Texas Tech, Texas Tech, takes them down 33-30 in overtime, which was an electric overtime. Yeah, double uh, overtime, right? Yeah, thirteen to ten in overtime. Uh, that has to be double overtime. At least double overtime. Like, there's no way. That's just overtime. Yeah. Well, no, they don't. It won't show me double yeah. overtime anymore. Houston, like Texas Tech says double overtime. Yeah, there you go. Um, so Texas Tech, good for you. Oh, final double overtime. Nice, dude. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so Texas Tech probably takes their spot at twenty-five, uh, unless they're yeah, sure. A team that, and they were no, no, Oregon. Oregon's yeah, we, back. We, in we the were top at twenty-five. 20. Yeah, Oregon, that's right. Oregon get, Again, get back these in. rankings don't matter, but. <laughs> I you know what? I love right the preseason rankings because I love to see the movement. Logan, I know you don't give a shit about it, but I love to see the. I don't give a shit about teams, it because I love it. Seven weeks from now, half these see, seasons. I understand no, what no, you're yeah, saying. No, no, I, I don't matter, but I like to see I know, it during. But the Logan's season. saying he, he goes, "This is why I don't care about him," but he does care about him because I, I look at it because <laughs> he gets mad at at when pe- like how they're ranked. You're like when when Oregon. He's like they're not fucking four. Well, Notre Dame was fifth going into the season, so it didn't matter though. So take it easy. Yeah, but look it at all the matter. movement. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, other than that, if you guys have another game that you guys want to mention, I just wanted to point out that twenty-five went down. Um, How good do you think USC looks? Scary. Uh, only on offense, though, and only in the first half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Williams deadly first dude, half. Caleb game. Williams went twenty-one for twenty-seven with four touchdowns. That was like all in the first half. That's scary. 
it was against, and that's against a Pac-12 team. That wasn't against a shitty team. Yeah, it was against Stanford. USC top four team in the country? Potentially, because of Caleb Williams. Also, he finally hit Jordan and Addison. Addison? Seven fin- for 172. He finally got Jordan Addison. <laughs> he didn't look at Jordan Addison the one first game. One of the 75-yard catch, too. Yeah, Touchdown. he didn't get Addison involved really that much in week one. He went everywhere else with it. Finally got Addison involved, and he burned guys deep. They got uh, Travis Dye running the ball. Travis Dye looked good, too. Do Unfortunate. You- <laughs> Do you wish you saw that guy? Oh, I wish our fans weren't fucking toxic as shit. And they were like, Travis dies the fucking problem with this team and made him go, fuck you guys. I'll go to USC and get in the playoffs in my last year instead of playing for you fuckheads. I hate our fans so much. I hate our fans so fucking much because they blame the wrong people. Blame the quarterback. Blame the head coach. Why are you blaming the only he doesn't wear gloves. He doesn't do anything wrong. I I just like I realized a while ago that I hate the fan base. For, for like most every of my team, teams. Yeah. every team, uh, there's like not yeah. very many good fan bases that exist. I got pee. All right, go pee. Um, Fucking bullshit. Other, <laughs> yeah, we'll just talk a little bit until you, you uh, got him heated. Oh. You got him heated. I know, I know, but yeah. USC looks really good. They look really good. And I know, as an Oregon fan, I'm supposed to hate USC, but like, you know what I mean? If I had to pick a Pac-12 team, it'd probably be USC. Yeah, I mean, like that was so. Like when I. I've honestly always hated Oregon. Okay, yeah. So okay, so obviously, <laughs> since I haven't you know watched too much college football, like at least nowhere near as much as you guys, I have like the last couple of years, three years. Um, but like USC, like born, like you know, living up in the like the LA area. My buddy growing up, they were Texas fans, but the dad was a USC fan all by himself, and like that was Reggie Bush era, like everything like that. I do like that. That is necessary. I do. I do. I do appreciate that. Um, yeah. So I mean, I've always liked USC, but then Oregon. So like, it was Boise State because they had a blue field. I liked that. But um, Oregon <laughs> Ducks. Would, I hate watching dude, Nevada. That was the sickest shit ever, dude. And they had <laughs> and uh, what was it? NCAA like fucking 08 or something. I remember the first time I ever played NCAA football, and they had the circus play, where you catch it and then pitch it, and that guy takes off. What was the last NCAA? What was the last NCAA football game where you could create your own college? Remember where you could like create your own like university? I think they had that the whole way until the I end, right? Know. No, they didn't. Have you can make high schools one. for. I, I was gonna say honestly, dude. I don't know. I haven't played an NCAA game since like probably 2009, All right. 2010. You guys chat it up real quick. Let me go pee, and then okay. we'll and then we'll start it up. Yeah. This one. Um, we're, we're talking about USC. You know, I said that like that was kind of my team before, like Oregon and stuff yeah. like that. Just growing up down there. Now you hate them. Now I. You have to. I hate them, guys. <laughs> I hate them with the passion. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. Oregon was just the first game that I went to. Uh, it was the first college game I ever like ever went to, and it was an electric game. I was always liked Oregon because I liked the whole fucking Nike thing where the they had new the yeah, uniforms every single time. The offense hasn't been as flashy. Until this season, yeah. started getting a little bit more. It'd be great if we had a quarterback that we could actually use better um, in this system that didn't make as many mistakes. That would be great. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, there, there's no team though in the country that comes out every single week looking fresher. Than no, the not Ducks. not not better than us. No, I, I got annoyed too with the. So I, I I'm okay, more okay with the running back situation. We use that running back transfer. Still don't know his last name. Number zero though. Um, and he came out, and he's so fast, and he breaks tackles like it's nothing. 
He's still old brick hands because he still dropped every pass still on his way this game. Hands. He can't catch a ball. So I'm like, that's cool. Use him on runs outside the tackle. That's fine. Oh, Let Mar- him- Marquise Irving. Yeah, Marquise Irving. Uh, I was going to say his last name. Ooh, with them. From Chicago. He, so he can run the ball like hell. And he breaks tackles and he's super fucking fast. But if we're throwing the ball to a running back, it's not going to be him. Because he's dropped about four passes in the first two games and he hasn't caught a single one. Yeah. So give me anybody else out of the backfield catching the ball. Um, we use tight ends a little bit more. We got Troy Franklin involved, which made me very happy. That's the, that's the, I know you've talked about Franklin before. That's the formula to success going forward with Oregon. We'll, we'll see how this Saturday looks, obviously, favored against BYU at home. All right, I'm ready. You repeated? Oh, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Well, just came back. Yeah. So I hope not. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's why I didn't know what he was doing. So let's jump into picks and results. Okay. We're gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start. Let me kick it off with the Bills. (laughs) Go ahead. Yes, we're gonna start. Obviously, Thursday night we all took the Rams. Oh, we all okay. That's how we're gonna. Oh yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. Um, want me to start it off? Of course. Oh yeah. My my notes are. I'm not even gonna chime in. Timmy takes the floor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, guys, I have reset expectations. Uh, what I think this was was a gigantic, massive colossal fucking wake-up call. Um, we looked so bad. The Rams looked Rams looked so fucking bad on defense. Jalen Ramsey, you got fucking beat time and time and time again. And it was showing in the playoffs. It was just that the rest of the defense was able to make up for your mistakes. Now, obviously, in the Super Bowl, it wasn't necessarily your fault on that one touchdown. Um, but I don't give a shit. Um, you need to be better. Aaron Donald, you look good. Thanks for doing you. Um, the entire Rams defense... Um, to the Rams defensive coordinator, stop playing soft fucking zone defenses, especially with Bobby Wagner. That's not that kind of player. I'm sick and tired of seeing third and two, and then I have J- Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill lined up 10 yards past the wide receiver. Give me a fucking screen to Stephon Diggs, and that's a free first down. Give me a screen to Gabe Davis. That's a free first down. You guys need to wake the fuck up. Also, if one of you guys fucking mentions his Matthew Stafford's elbow to me one more fucking time, I'm going to snap. I firmly, 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 firmly believe that Sean McVay would not throw away his season on a week one game playing his quarterback if he didn't think that quarterback was 100%. Now, were there some throws that were questionable? Yes, but Matthew Stafford did that last year. He had throws that were questionable. Matthew Stafford threw a fuck ton of picks last year. The only difference was is that when he threw three picks, he also matched it with three touchdowns, and the defense was able to make up for that. The problem this week was the defense didn't fucking force a punt once. Buffalo was like fucking 11 of 12 on third downs. I don't know the exact stat. It's something disgusting like that. The only time we stopped them was because Buffalo got a field goal in the second quarter. Other than that, we didn't force them to punt once. We got 10 points in the second quarter which was solely because the defense was able to force some turnovers. But let's not mistake it, that defense looked bad. It was Josh Allen being rusty, making a couple of bad throws, and getting a fumble. That's all our defense did. It wasn't like our defense looked good. Troy Hill and Nick Scott, they did look good. I'm not saying they didn't look good. They looked good. But their entire defense as a team, as a whole, you guys couldn't figure out anything. This was a bad game. Next week is a get-right game against Atlanta. And I really hope I see some change. Um, I heard some some stuff afterwards that like 
apparently Sean McVay was in the locker room after the game yelling at him. Um, and then obviously Sean McVay comes in and I've watched a couple of press press conferences and interviews and he sounds like an absolute professional because Sean McVay just is. Uh, he's just like, oh, it's on me. You can be honest, Sean. <laughs> and you can say that your team played bad. But, I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it was you playing, making some bad play calls. Um, overall, I thought Cooper Cup looked great um, because that's the only person Matthew Stafford was throwing to. That and Ben Skoranek. Get fucking Ben Skoranek. I don't care if you want to give him some some looks. That's fine. But make sure you get Allen Robinson involved. We paid him 40-something million dollars. Can we please get him involved? One fucking two targets, one catch. That's, that is a bad look for someone that you paid for three years $46 million for. Get it together. We have the players to repeat, or at least get very close to repeating, and be able to look good. I understand the Bills are very good, but I, I would have accepted a 31-21 loss. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, man, those Bills are good, but, you know, we played some pretty good football. I would have accepted a loss no problem, but to get blown out 31-10 to 10 at home week one, super bad look. <laughs> You need to reset your expectations. Realize that you are not the greatest team in football right now. You are not, but you are very good. Get it together. It was tough to watch, but I kept it together pretty well, boys. You really did. <laughs> it was. It was very. It was. It was. Ni- it was pleasant coming over here, regardless <laughs> of the outcome of the game. Uh, I think mainly it was. It was Jesse. Uh, midway through, it was like she was like, "Hey, like, you know, don't get crazy. We have a bunch of people over," and I was like. Okay. And then, like, the thing was, is, like, once it got to a point where I realized that we weren't going to be able to come back, it's it, it yeah. was easy for it's me to, easier. like, tone it back and, like, maybe make a few comments. Like, oh, you fucking idiot, you know? Yeah, no, Here yeah. and there. Oh, yeah, well, Other than, like, it being close all the time. Like, yes. And then us making mistakes, then I would have gotten very upset. Yeah. Um, but overall, super rough game. We all took the Rams, and I appreciate you boys for that. Um, but you? going into it, Chad called me <laughs> and I ate hey, Chad, you know, you're going to listen to this. So I feel really bad because Chad called me and he was like hyping me up. He was like, go Rams, go Rams. And I was just like, yep, thanks man. And it was before the game, before anyone came over, it was cause I was nervous, Chad. So don't, don't, I l- appreciate the phone call. It helped a ton to get me in the right, right groove of things. But, uh, it was just tough. That's tough. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll touch up on some of my notes. On it, um, yeah, it was uh, biggest key point was the defense looked absolutely terrible. Um, if Josh Allen wanted to throw the ball, he threw the ball. Um, he went thirty six, or sorry, twenty six for thirty one. Um, I mean, absolutely outstanding. He made two proper incompletions. <laughs> yeah, it's a two, two, <laughs> two, yeah, picks. two of them picks. Two, so he made and, three proper, and, and one of, wasn't his. Fault. And of those two picks, one of them was not his fault. Um, it went. Right to McKenzie. I think it was Isaiah McKenzie. Um, it popped right out of his arms, and then your guy fucking got it rolled over, and it was an amazing interception. But regardless, um, if he wanted to throw the ball, he threw the ball. Um, if they wanted to run the ball, they 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 could, but they stopped him. Josh Allen was the lead rusher with ten carries for fifty six yards. Right, and then uh, your guys is rushing. Cam Akers non existent. He only had three carries for zero yards. Um, I don't know what the thought behind that was. I thought he was going to be your guys' Something happened. Something happened in training camp, and Sean Gavay came out and said that he's looking for Cam Akers to play with more um, urgency. So maybe Cam Akers got all up in his head and was like, this is my job. I don't even give a shit. 
and that's not the case whatsoever. Okay. Um, and he, Sean McVay did come out and say, like, K-Makers will get some more work in week two. But, yes, I mean, yeah. I would from this point on, I would expect Daryl Henderson to be getting the ball, and that's fine with me. I like Daryl a lot. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup, obviously, absolute stud. Um, it was nice to see Aaron Donald get a sack and to see Bobby Wagner get a sack. I think that was cool yep. to see. It was rough. To see Von I mean, it Miller. was cool. It was cool to see Von Miller get a sack. As much as that like hurt me, I mean, we had him for like four weeks. We signed him to win the Super Bowl. That's all we signed him for. And you got it. And we got That's the Super matters. Bowl. And he came back in and sacked Matthew Stafford. Um, also, our offensive line, absolutely fucking atrocious. I thought you guys had Von Miller the whole season. No, no. We, we we signed him in like week like 15, 14. Oh, really? Yeah. It was late. I don't know. It might have been a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. Okay. It was halfway through the season. But still, so he got two sacks and three tackles for loss. And then, as you were just talking about, last but not least, my biggest thing was the O-line. Uh, Stafford bad. had little to no time at all. Um, constantly being pressured. Uh, got sacked seven times week eight. Okay. And to be um, fair, they, they brought it up in the game. Josh Allen had no time either. But the difference was is that Matthew Stafford – or the Sean McVay offense is not necessarily always quick passes. It's it's yes. letting receivers go the, down there the play and develops. develop their routes. And then the Bills just game planned around Aaron Donald and said, we're going to get this ball out in under two seconds every single fucking time. And there was a few times, obviously, the Stefan Diggs big touchdown uh, where you need time to yeah, develop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you pick those spots. They and you're like, happen. you know what? I'm feeling that. Let's go with that. It, the thing was is that the Rams – Sean McVay wasn't doing that. And I think that's where, in the press conference, he came in and said, I need to do a better job of play calling and realizing who my opponent is and what, what, what we're dealing with and be able to game plan around that. And I I don't think he did. So, um, yeah, Which I can attest to as well because, obviously, I had Allen Robinson in two of my leagues. Um, I switched him out last second, thankfully, because um, he only had two targets, one reception. Um, Cooper Cup, 13 for 128. And he was open so many more times, and the ball just wasn't thrown to him in that direction. Um, which, you know, I get it. You're trying to spread out the field. But, I mean, Cup, I think, could have been used more. Um, and then... I mean, how many more No, hey, I know. I would have taken it. 17 know, catches, you guys, 180 yards. But you guys are down, and he kept getting open. And either Stafford didn't throw to him, or it was a bad pass. That, that last pick. Yeah. The last was, pick was ugly. The last yeah, pick was, was ugly. It was very high... Um, Cooper Cup had two hands though. Still think he should have caught it. If you can touch it with two hands, I think you can catch it. That's not 100 percent true. I think. I think. So someone two hands not across two hands, not four fingers. If someone's coming across the middle, gets two hands on the ball and gets laid out by a linebacker, they're supposed to catch it. Okay, so eight fingers. Eight fingers. Yeah, it went right. It went right. Doesn't matter if they're getting hit. No, I, mean, I know he, he wasn't. But no, I was, I was, I was it doesn't like, matter if he gets hit as long as you get two hands on the ball, you should catch it. He didn't get hit though. I'm no, not, but I'm saying I, yeah, I'm by not talking your about logic, getting hit. I'm not talking about getting hit. Oh, but you're saying get two wide hands open, on the ball. two hands. You should be able to catch. You it. didn't say wide open. You said two hands. Yeah, but I did now. All right. So, what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, nothing. Nothing <laughs> hasn't already been said. Jalen Ramsey bad game. Had a perfect passer rating when targeted. Um, yeah, it's not yeah. ideal. Uh, no. And Josh Allen special. And then and what irritated me was Jalen Ramsey said, you know, after the game, like, you know, watch for the the comeback or whatever the, the phrase he used. And it's like, dude. He tweeted something about God afterwards. Y- yeah, I can't wait. If you can if you can actually look like the number one quarterback, because right now you look like you should have been in the top 100 last game. Yeah, let alone like nine. Oh, yeah. I mean, because yeah, no, I mean, no. we went over these cornerback Perfect rankings. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I can pull up the spreadsheet and I'll put up every single one of them before him. Give me Minka Fitzpatrick. Wasn't even on the list. Wasn't even on the AFC list. AFC Defense Player of the Week, though. Yeah, give me Minka over Deserve over it. you. Fuck it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, not, not a good game. Uh, I, I think it's a bad week. I, I think that week, you got, like I said, it, I, Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, and it, I, I know you said too, like resetting expectations. You guys are going to be fine. Uh, it's it's week one against on paper the Super Bowl favorites. They are the odd. The Bills are the odds on favorite in every sports book to win the Super Bowl this year. So that to me is like you're playing such a good team. It's yeah. week one. It's coming off that Super Bowl. It's you didn't play all your play, you know, most of your players, at least most of your starters in preseason, which is what you guys do anyways, but that is going to have you're going to have a little bit more time waking up. Um it is a get right game this week. So you guys will be fine. Yeah. Uh I don't really have anything else to say. Um and again, the elbow, I'm not saying it was because of the surgery or anything like that, but because of the surgery with the elbow, he didn't throw they said at all in like the off season, preseason. No, and that was the whole preparation. And that for was it. the chemistry. And also, part. I forgot to mention Ooh. that we only played one third of our team during preseason. Yeah, we didn't even play a whole lot of backups There's or starters. Yeah. So it's so I think that plays along into it. This and I agree. The, the, the entire starting roster didn't necessarily play together. Now some of them did last one. season. And and that's what um, I'm saying about the elbow. Is I'm not saying the actual surgery, the injury itself with the elbow. I think him having so much time off of not throwing the ball, not getting to have that chemistry with Allen Robinson, that's where I think yeah, the not elbow trusting came Robinson into at all. The two targets, and one of them was a jump ball in the end zone at the end of the game. That, that, yeah. I, I wouldn't really call yeah, that yeah, a target. Yeah, don't even that's count a, that. Yeah. yeah, so he really only targeted him once the entire game. And it's like, again, that's your wide receiver two. You didn't do that when OBJ was your number two receiver. You didn't do that when Robert Woods was your number two receiver. They, he targeted Josh Reynolds when Josh Reynolds was the third receiver more than he did Allen Robinson yeah. on, on Thursday night. So it, I think it's uh, it's going to be improved going forward. He's going to find his corrections. They'll figure it out. I'm not – there's no panic button being hit. Yet. Yeah, no, no. Not no, even close. No, yeah, not even slightly. All right, we'll move on to the next game, Saints-Falcons. We all took the Saints, and they made it closer than it needed to be. Saints pull it out, though. Uh, any any thoughts? Patterson's the real deal, bro. He's special. Patterson's the fucking real deal on the Falcons. Um, I thought, you know, I, I drafted him just because. I mean, he was on my bench. I didn't think that he was going to pop off like he was last season. Now, obviously, he's going to hold to that. I'm not sure. Um, I think he will just because he's the only running back in Atlanta right now that's getting any touches. And they can use him out of the backfield. They run him between the tackles, which is weird to me. But I don't understand how Cordell Patterson can run up the middle, <laughs> but he does. Dude, <laughs> and he does, and he does it successful. I mean, 22 carries for 120 yards. Um, plus, I know that he had uh, some receiving as well. Yeah, three carries uh, or three catches, 16 yards. Not too bad. But, um, yeah, it's an absolute phenom in fucking fantasy again. Um, Taysom Hill. Getting some fucking running in there, too. Sure. Uh, um, Logan, any thoughts on the quarterback situations here? So the biggest thing that stood out to me was that uh, Marcus Mariota was amazing. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jameis Winston didn't throw to his receivers until the fourth quarter. No. That was, like, this game. Well, they, did, he, they didn't throw. Well, like they, he, who was he throwing you to? You know, Jarvis Landry. He wasn't well, throwing. He, he wasn't even dumping it out of the backfield. No, they, like, they weren't really throwing the ball that much. But th- that was my thing is when they did throw the ball, James Winston got sacked so many times in the first half. 
Like, he got sacked, like, three times in the first half. Yeah. Uh, which like, isn't, like, a ridiculous amount, but, like, three three times in the first half, that kills three drives, you know? That's three quarters of your offense in the first half, most likely. Hence why they scored on the first drive, which was because of the Taysom Hill 50-yard rush. Yeah. Right? So, the rest of the the rest of the rest half was just Jameis Winston getting sacked on, like, a third down. And he wasn't throwing the ball to his receivers. And when you look at what happened the rest of the game, how open – Michael Thomas got, and even if he wasn't open, he made catches. How open Jarvis Landry got. You know, Chris Olave didn't get, like, super open the entire game, but he had a couple catches. He converted that that two-point conversion, like... Three targets, three catches. Yeah, and, like, they weren't getting super wide open. Michael Thomas was. Jarvis Landry was. It's like, why weren't you getting them the ball more often? I don't know if it was finally getting some game action with those receivers. Okay, now I can get that chemistry built up. Um but, I mean, you know, good for Jameis. Marcus Mariota didn't look awful. Just fumbled the ball a couple times. But the rest of the game, like, he looked fine. Like, as far as throwing the ball, he targeted Drake London a shit ton. Got the ball to Kyle Pitts a couple times. I hate it because I have Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, targeted Kyle Pitts seven, seven times, times, only yeah. able to find him twice. Yeah. Um, and that he, could just be a game plan of the Saints yeah. going like, hey, that's the number one receiver right yeah, Well, there. that's the thing. Like, he got Drake London the ball, and Drake London made some great plays and was open and got some, you know, good intermediate catches. They weren't a lot of deep balls, yeah. which is what Drake London's really known for. Mariota's probably not going to throw a bunch of jump balls and just hope that his rookie receiver goes and gets it. Um, but he got it to him when he was open, and yep. he made those plays, and that's cool. And the Falcons, <laughs> I don't think the Falcons have a lot of complaints on offense. You know, like they ran the ball fine with Cordero Patterson. No, they they did. Mariota did enough did at quarterback. They put up twenty six points in the first game. That's that's a good offensive showing. Yeah, they, they did above expectations. <laughs> the defense though needs some work, and well, that's fair because they got no one on defense. Well, and then, I mean, it came down to finally Jameis like getting it to his receivers. Yes. The um, last three drives, it was just oh, let me throw the ball to Michael Thomas or Jarvis Landry if Michael Thomas <clears> is covered. Right. That's all you need to do. And that, I mean, and coming into the Saints team with Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, and then you also have Chris Olave out there who you can rely on as a rookie wide receiver. So you're not going to like immediately go to him when you have two veterans in Jarvis and Michael. But um, I think realize Jameis and the new coach realizing, oh shit, wait, we have like a quarterback that can throw it. He's not necessarily the he best quarterback make the best in the decisions, league, but he can throw the hell out of the ball. But we do have two wide receivers here that are very good. Yeah. Yep. Proven <laughs> veteran. Talented yeah, let's receivers. just run some routes with them and just throw them the football. And that's the thing with Atlanta. Like AJ Terrell, AJ Terrell did give up both touchdowns to Michael Thomas, which is a bad look because he's supposed to be like the third best corner in the league. Um, but if he's covering Michael Thomas, even if he was locking up Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry's open because it doesn't matter who Atlanta's second corner is. They're not covering Jarvis Landry. You know, yeah. So that's the thing. Is like one of those guys should have been open all the time. The fact that it took them until the fourth quarter to finally get those guys the ball, I am surprised at how few touches they got. Kamara. That's not just me speaking as a fantasy owner. Alvin Kamara getting nine carries is yeah. not enough. I do not care. I am a I am a very strong proponent of when Patterson's need, getting twenty two. Yeah, you need to run the football to be successful in the NFL. You need to run the football. I don't care how great your quarterback is. I don't care if he throws the ball forty five times. You also need to run the ball twenty to twenty five times, and you really need to do it with your workhorse. And that's Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And the problem is, Alvin Kamara went nine of thirty nine. That's a four point three average. That's fine. Yeah, that's like good. I'll like, take that. That's like, a first down every three plays. Yeah, like, and I understand when you're down, then you're gonna pass. But in the first half, Alvin Kamara had like six carries. Yeah, it's like. At the end of the half, Alvin Kamara should have at least 10. 
Yeah, at least ten. And then yeah, you should he, assess yeah. your situation. Now, if you're down, then Al Kamara, then then maybe at the end of the game, he only ends up with 14 or 15 carries, and I can understand that. But even in the passing game, Al Kamara is one of the most dangerous running backs out of the backfield, yeah. Yeah. and he got four targets. And I get it. You have Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas. Like that, you know, like. And you draft Chris Olave in the first round. But, right. But and, Alvin Kamara is your workhorse. Yeah. That's the yes. reason you have an Alvin Kamara. It's why you have a Dalvin Cook. Like, that is a superstar running back. Not every team has that luxury. You need to use him. I don't care that, yes, you have these great receivers, but in order to use them to their fullest, you also should be able to establish the run. Right. That's why Justin Jefferson and Thielen can be so special because the Vikings can establish the run with Dalvin Cook. And I know Justin Jefferson doesn't really matter. He can get open like pretty much every any fucking play he wants to. But it works even better when the defense has to think like, okay, if we double team Jefferson, Jefferson Dalvin, can Dalvin just, Cook can just run the ball up the middle and get 45 yards too. Or even just catch it out of the backfield and yeah, get 12. Yeah, that too. Like he's dynamic out of the backfield. It should be the same thing with the Saints where it's like we can't double team Michael Thomas. We can't double team Jarvis Landry because then Alvin Kamara is going to get those looks. But if you're going to commit that extra defense, you should be able to use Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. Yeah. Yeah, I was like if you guys can just use a different example than the Vikings, please. Um <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, we all got that game right. So we're all sitting at one and one. Uh we move on to Niners Bears. Timmy gets one up on us here. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we didn't no, no, it's, it's no, cool. no, 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 zero no, notes. Zero no. notes. What, are, what are your thoughts? Um, you guys touched on pretty much everything. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I like that the Falcons got 26 points, only two touchdowns. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, they yeah. kicked a lot yeah, of field goals. Four, four field goals. Young Way Koo, Will man. Young Way, no. Young Way Koo is right. a fucking stud in fantasy for kickers. Yes, he is. Uh, well, Lutz did fine. He did miss one. Uh, it'll probably three. be like that all season, too. Yeah, um, yeah. I they thought, can't I thought Logan was going to ignite some controlled chaos with... Marietta? Yeah. Dude, so good. Wait, what? Uh, when, he, when he was uh, when he was drunk on Sunday, he kept going, I'm going to go back and tell Tim Mario it is better than Stafford. Oh, yeah. In every single way. <laughs> in every single way, he's better than him. Yeah, I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember saying that. I definitely did. But, uh, hey, Mario. That's why I kept laughing every time we're talking about Mario. Dude, I was, he was like, I was going to say it. Dude, he was good. No touchdowns, though. But also, no picks. No picks. So. That's what we Two said. Two fumbles, we're, though. Yeah, no, he was like, he's like hey, oh, he no. only lost one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it for the Saints Falcons. Uh, good that we all got one there. Uh, Timmy gets one up in the next game. Bears Niners. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts were. Uh, yeah, I did. He did. Wow. Because um, I, I remember I, I went back and listened and I was like, this is a pretty easy one. It was like Bears. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Because I'm stupid. That's why it was interesting. Well, it's funny too because we all took the Bears to win like four times this year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You said that. You were like, you have the Bears winning three games, but you have them winning week one. And Tim said, confidence through the roof, and it's downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's what it is. Um, Soldier Field also, it played into my hand here uh, that it was just, like, literally a flood on the field. Dude, they're squeegeeing the um, turf. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Justin Fields, I mean, I know he threw a pick, but eight of 1,720 yards, two touchdowns. The Bears played it right. They rushed it 37 times, and it wasn't pretty at all. They only averaged 2.7. But then the Niners, on the flip side, put it in Trey Lance's hand, who ran it very well, 13 of 54. But you shouldn't have been passing it 28 times. Uh, you're under 50%. 164 yards, one pick, rookie quarterback. The rain's, fl- you know, the rain's falling. Your your field's flooded. Why not just run the fucking shit out of the ball 50 times? If the, if the Niners would have ra- rushed it 50 times, I think the Niners would have had a better shot at it. That's only 13 more rushes. Um, also, the problem is... Niners don't know who their running back is right now. Trey Lance and Debo Samuel rushing it more. 
I like Debo Samuel out of the backfield. Obviously, he did very well. But the fact that Elijah Mills, uh, Mitchell, Jeff, and Jeff Wilson, who are the two, only combined for 15 rushes is a problem. And so, they need to figure that out. So Eli Mitchell went out in the first quarter with, okay. a, with, a, with a knee injury. Okay. And then after that, they only rushed Jeff Wilson nine times. Don't know who that guy is. That's, He's their backup. He's he, the he backup running guy. He, he did great last season. But I think the thing is they, they really had a lot of faith in Elijah Mitchell. And so yeah. when they have to go to their backup. So like I know I. the Niners usually are running back by committee, and it doesn't really matter who's back there. But they lost Mostert, too. Yep. To the Dolphins. Yeah. And then they lose their number one in Eli Mitchell to injury. And well, it's like, technically, that's their ah, third running. They shouldn't have dropped well, Trey Sermon. I was going to say, and I know you like Trey Sermon. He got cut. Um, I was very high on, on uh, Elijah Mitchell. I was like, he should have oh, been. Dude. He was, was like, averaging six I was like, dude, these fucking conditions are terrible. They're going to just only run the ball. And the Eli, I saw uh, update, questionable, uh, will not return, knee injury, first quarter. And I was like, are you fucking shitting me? Yeah. You fucking! Sh- I told Logan and uh, I was like, and Chad, I was like, this is getting really worrisome, dude, because it's like twelve o'clock, and so far I've had zero updates about touchdowns from any of my players. So yes. I was very upset. It's I'm in three leagues, guys. Rough. It's not ideal. Rough. It's not ideal. Any other thoughts? No, I mean, I mean, not a good game as far as like scores and stuff, but I mean, crazy fields. Everyone's like, oh, it's terrible conditions. Like, yeah, everyone played in it. I think it was more bad play calling. Yeah, I think uh two biggest takeaways i had was that i learned more about san francisco than i did about chicago in this game chicago won this game off of two plays yeah they won this game off of a justin Fields scramble throwing across the field to dante pettis who got lost in coverage was nice though it was nice it was beautiful but i mean that's a that's one niners defender losing track of his receiver and all of a sudden it's a what was it a fucking 51 yard touchdown yeah and it's like okay that's and then the second one i will give credit justin fields Good throw to Equinemius St. Brown. Solid route. He got open deep down the field. Like, not deep, but, like, deep enough past the safeties in the red zone. So, it's like, cool. Good throw. Good read. Makes sense. The other the other throw, though, was kind of just, like, not luck, but, like, you scramble long enough. You extend a play long enough. Someone's going to get open. Found the open guy. Uh, I learned more about the Niners, though, because that run game is still there. They average close to five yards a carry, um, even with – rotating in all these different fucking running backs and getting the runs to all these different people. Trey Lance should be used running the ball uh, more often like they did. Uh, and Trey Lance has so much work to do as a quarterback. So much work. I know he only threw one pick and it was not a great throw and Eddie Jackson kind of undercut the route and made a really good play on the ball, but he never saw Eddie Jackson coming the rest of the game. I mean, under 50% completion percentage, 164 yards, I know it's raining. You, you, if you're going to throw the ball that much, you should have some faith in it. Um, he didn't. I don't think he got like Ayuk enough looks, like three targets. Debo was seven, two catches. Like you're not getting him the ball where you need to. Debo is that receiver where you get him the ball in space and let him do the rest. Yeah. If you're targeting him seven times, you only getting two like, catches. He's a mini Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You it, need it, to get him yeah. the ball. So if you're getting him seven targets and it's only two catches, that to me means you're either targeting him too far down the field or in he's coverage. in coverage. Like you, either one of yeah. those, I'm not okay with. You get him the ball in space, let him do the rest. That's all you need to do if you're going to be a good quarterback. So, yeah. Uh, Trey Lance, a lot of work to do. Niners, I think, are going to be okay. Uh, the Bears, good for them. Um, but I think, you know, just a couple plays that won them that game. Uh, next game, Steelers-Bengals. Uh, we all took the Steelers. Or, sorry, we all took the Bengals. Yeah, and I – look, I have the Steelers going 9-8. and eight. 
Um, I do not think they're going to have a losing season. But I didn't see them winning this game. Uh, it was an absolutely abysmal game from the start. I know the 23-20 is a decent score. But it was just like an, an ugly game. The first half, Joe Burrow looked super, super bad. Super rusty, probably. Uh, coming off an amazing just Cinderella season. Um, and the Steelers' defense was was very, very good. Um, and overall, it was it was just the Steelers' defense won them the game. Yes. Um, and Mitch Trubisky did enough to keep his starting job. Well, 100%. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't ever think that Trubisky was going to be a terrible choice with the, yeah. the Steelers. Well, I thought it was going to – either one of them, I think, could have won this game – in this fashion. Yes. Yeah. When you um, get this much help from the defense. Yeah, yes. I, that's what I was going to say is my biggest point on this is uh, we all picked the Bengals, and if we were to play this back again, I'd pick the Bengals again. Uh, they should not have lost the game. Uh, they should not have thrown four interceptions in the first And, half. I mean, Evan McPherson shouldn't have gotten his extra point block. He shouldn't have missed the first kick in overtime. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that played into this. Um, Steelers got very lucky, and they came out around, came away with the victory. And I, th- I think you were explaining it to me, too, because we didn't see this game or at least see the ending of it. Uh, we just got updates on the it. The extra point was to win the game, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the extra point well, was in like the fourth four quarter. Sec- well, no, it was, it was they scored with, like, four seconds left. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so they kicked it. Was, it, no, it, was, it, was, it was like 20 seconds left because I was watching this in the shop. Still, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. not enough yeah. time. But they so blocked it, it when we were in the shop and we we're like, holy shit. Yeah. And then obviously nothing happened because Steelers, 20 seconds left. At, you know, you have Mitch Trubisky that nothing's going to happen with 99% of quarterbacks. But then they go into overtime. Steelers get the ball first. Steelers get around to like the 40. I think they make like two first downs. Two seconds left. There's, oh, okay. You're right. Uh, like they get like one or two first downs, punt it to the Bengals. Bengals waltz down the field in overtime. Evan McPherson has like a forty-something yarder, and just shanks it. And then the Steelers go down, and then twenty-nine yards. Twenty-nine yarder. There you go. It Holy was shanked shit! Shanked it. And I was, I was sitting in the shop. I was like, and we're left. all sitting there. We're like, oh, you know, Bengals are gonna win. I was like, watch him shank it, and then he shanked it. And I was like, oh god. <laughs> And then the Steelers go down, and they set up their kicker for like a fifty-something yarder, and he drills it. Um, so yeah, Chris Boswell no, no, missed it, kicker. missed it, but then it went back and forth, and then he finally and, hit a fifty-plus yeah. yeah, yeah, Chris Boswell's a, a good, experienced veteran kicker. Right, like Evan McPherson, as electric as he was in that postseason run last season, he's bound to miss at some point. I'm not gonna. He's f- damn near MVP. I'm not gonna fucking throw this on him. As a kicker for missing that field goal, like yes, twenty nine yarder again. No, no, you yeah, should make yeah. That. no, yeah, that one. But getting the extra point blocked, not really his fault no. that they missed a fucking block. You know, he yeah, should no, have won the game in regulation. Yeah, again, that, you that, need to make that twenty nine yard field goal. Yeah, That's not an excuse. For sure. But I'm saying like we can't throw this on the fucking kicker. Oh no, 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 of course not. I mean, if I were to throw it on anybody, it's going to be Joe Burrow. Absolutely, hundred percent, going to be Joe Burrow. That's that was my biggest thing from this game is, and that's that's four picks that. You know, when you think about it, should not have happened. With one of them being a pick six on like the first drive of the game. So on three of them, I don't even think they like fucking like. I think they held them. They oh, threw no, a touchdown. Threw a pick, one. got a touchdown off of it. Uh, so it was what interception, touchdown. That's pick six. Threw an interception, got a touchdown off of it. Threw an interception. They punted the ball, and then in the th- third quarter, fourth quarter, fourth quarter, threw another interception that led to a punt. So the Steelers didn't do a lot off of yeah. two of them, but off the other two, they got 14 points off of it. And you take away 14 when they were at 20, yeah. you know, that wins you the six game. points. That yeah. wins you the game. So, so yeah, my, my thing is I think Joe Burrow really needs to be held accountable for this performance. Yes. This is 
a quarterback that everyone was touting as the guy this coming into the season. He's the young quarterback I want. You know, I mean, yes, Josh Allen, yes, Mahomes. And after that, everyone's like, oh, but I want Joe Burrow. And then he throws four picks in the first game. And not single-handedly, but I think he played the biggest factor in them losing this game. Yes. Four turnovers, including a pick six. That absolutely lost you the game. 100%. So um, that, Jamar Chase, by the way. Yeah, Jamar Chase is amazing. And even after Jesus the, Christ. And after T. Higgins goes out, it goes even up even more. Yeah. And Jamar Chase almost had two other touchdowns. He just missed by like a toe out of bounds. And it's like, dude, Jamar Chase did everything he fucking could in this game. Dude, trying. Chase, Chase and Jefferson, He, he did everything in this fucking game trying to get them the win. Uh, it's just unfortunate. I mean, good for Tyler Boyd getting a touchdown as well. But I, it just comes down to that Steelers defense. I picked them to win like four games. The defense might win them eight by themselves. The offense oh, doesn't okay, need to show so up. Now we're changing. No, I'm saying this was my preseason prediction. I feel bad that I picked them to win four games because I'm yeah. like, after he was, week one. He was one, saying that on Sunday, too. He's after like, week one, I'm like, well, oh, the shit. fucking defense is going to win him eight games. Wish I would have been not a fucking idiot and understood that. Like, it was the same thing last season. They right. didn't really have a quarterback last season. Yeah. Still won fucking eight games. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, good for the Steelers. We all got that game wrong. Well, let's get into the heartbreaker of the century, Tanner. Well, oh, I, I picked the Eagles. I mean, yeah, I picked the Eagles. I picked the Lions, right? Yeah. 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 Don't um, worry, Tanner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that no, will not no. stop. And I mean, and it was just, I mean, it was it was a blowout. They happened to score 14 in the fourth to try and make it really close. Um, it's like I said, I wanted to pick the Lions on this one, but I want the Eagles because the Lions just know how to lose. Because to lose. they did not look bad during all of this. They looked good. They were going head-to-head. I mean, they were keeping it close. Goff through that pick six, and after that, I feel like it was just now they're up by three, and it was just way too hard to try and come back from. Um, but the Lions played great. I mean, they did really good. DeAndre Swift, holy shit, 15 carries, 144 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but A.J. Brown and the Eagles uh, looked very, very good. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm decently high on the Eagles this season. I'm right there with you. and uh, Especially now, after week one. Yeah, and, and it was a very good win against a team that I think is going to be really good because the Lions' defense was actually, I know the score doesn't show it, but the defense was playing hard, dude. They were doing really, really good, um, and obviously until they weren't. But they were putting a lot of pressure on. Um, the corners were trying to lock them down, and then just A.J. Uh, Brown was just being able to keep ripping them open. So yeah, they don't, uh, I, I they think don't have a, a lockdown corner. AJ Brown is a wide receiver one. Yeah, like a true wide receiver one in the NFL. Now it's tough when you don't have a lockdown corner. Yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts? No, just it, like I said, it was a heartbreak for the Lions in my point. Yeah. So uh, I really liked what I saw from the Lions' offense, especially when you consider they're going to get Jamison Williams back in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Whenever they get him, get him back. That's a wide receiver outside, plus Amon Ross, St. Brown. Josh Reynolds is enough as a third receiver. The Rams can tell you that much. Well, he's enough. DJ Chark. DJ yeah, Chark's that's a third wide receiver. Dude, if, I really hope and think the Lions should just fucking tank. Get a quarterback, because if you get a real solid young quarterback in that offense with a solid running game, with a great offensive line, with – Almond Ross, St. Brown, Jamison Williams, it doesn't matter who the third receiver yeah, is. I, I'm worried that they're so going to do here's enough, my thing. Dude. Here's my thing. Here's my thing about tanking, if I'm the Lions. I don't think you have to tank. I think you can get a, a very good quarterback within the first 15 picks, okay? Yeah, um, whether know, that's top I mean, five or top, ten, or top 15, okay, yeah, let's let's think about that in the, in the bigger picture. Has Trey Lance panned out? We don't know yet. 
That's fair. As, in, as Justin Fields panned out so far, we don't know yet, but no. so far, all answers are pointing to no, in all honesty. Let's be honest with ourselves. Has Mac Jones pointed, uh, panned out? No. And all signs are pointing to he, yes. he'll be an okay quarterback. I think signs are pointing to Mac Jones being a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Okay. All okay. last season, they kept comparing him to the next Tom Brady. Okay. And and he for how he played. To your point, he slipped. All I'm saying so is, they got him is sometimes the these top five quarterbacks don't pan out, and I think they're the same as like the top 15. All I'm saying is if I'm the Lions, I don't think I need to tank in order to get a good pick. Because Jared Goff, like he he's not the he's answer. So bad. I don't think he's so bad. He's bad. No, he's so bad. Now. I don't think he's so bad. He's bad. Not so bad. I think he's so bad, dude. I've been defending Goff with you forever. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. I've always said he's a decent quarterback that's been good. I've always said that. And then you go, took him to the Super Bowl. If I ever say one bad thing about him, you're like, took him to the Super Bowl. And I was like, yeah, then he put up three points. I mean, he's a Super Bowl. He He's played more Super Bowls than... 80% of the league. And he put up less points in the postseason and Super Bowl than McPherson did all last year in the, the playoff games and Super Bowl. That like just goes to goals. show that Joe Burrow couldn't find the end zone. <laughs> Spin zone. <laughs> Spin zone. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no. So I we can check tapes. I don't give a fuck. I've defended Goff in the past. I still, I'm still going to defend him here. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I'm not saying he's good. He's not going to bring the Lions to the promise line in any way, absolutely shape, or form. Not. He is not. There's no chance of it. There's absolutely no chance of it. You know why? Because he doesn't have Sean McVay behind him. I would also say because they have a solid running game, and so he looks probably a little bit better because they can run play action and get guys a little bit more open. Exactly. Which when, is the same when thing he they looked did with the Rams. very, when he looked good on the Rams, he had Todd Gurley behind yep. him. He had Todd Gurley behind him. And that is a huge, that was a huge factor, absolutely. All I'm saying is, there's no reason for the Lions to tank. No, I'm not saying they need a tank. I'm saying they need a better quarterback than Jared Goff. I'm not saying that it needs to be a top five pick. It doesn't need to be Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I'm sure, I, my only thing is, I don't know which of those other quarterbacks this year is going to be the guy that comes out and looks good. If it's going to be Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, if it's going to be Will Levis at Kentucky, it, you know, I don't know which one of those other, if it's going to be Jaron Hall at BYU, like, I don't know which one of those quarterbacks. I really hope that they don't go with, I really hope the Lions don't draft either Bryce Young or CJ Well, they Stroud. won't get the chance to because they won't finish the top five yeah. pick. So good, like, yeah. good. That, that's, good. That, that's my thing. Is I'm like, I don't know what other quarterback they're going to end up with because, I mean, history does tell you it's not usually that number one, number two quarterback. It's not usually is, an Alabama or Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, well, it's, but even then, it's not usually that number one or number two quarterback that is the one that pans out from any draft class. Mahomes was the third quarterback taken. You know, Deshaun Watson was yeah. the third quarterback taken. When Jared Goff was second. taken number two, we went to the Super Bowl, though. Scored three points, Scored though. Scored three points. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So usually it's, Got there, though. Usually it's like those— Off a blatant pass interference call. Thanks, refs. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. True. So usually it's those later quarterbacks anyways. So, yeah, you don't need those top two quarterbacks. You can get, I don't like I said, whether it's one, which one of those quarterbacks, if, you, if the Lions can figure out which one it is, maybe it's just whichever one fucking fits Dan Campbell's personality the best. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you know, it could, that be, might it be, could be a thing. And, and I definitely look at Jared Goff and go like, ooh, you're kind of like a sister. Jared Goff's too much boy. of a bitch to fit in. Okay, yeah. well, okay well, so say the Lions – only Matthew win. Stafford would fit in Dan So the Lions only win five games this season. You think Dan Campbell still has a job? Yes. Yes. Dan Campbell After is like... After going four and five? 
Four and then five? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you look because at the history of if, if, if you look at the history but of Lions coaches, they always them. keep them for at least three seasons. And then also, the <laughs> whole team and the whole city is behind, is behind Dan Campbell. Campbell. Which, which is fair. You, which you is can't fair. fire that guy, Campbell. even yeah. if it's two years in a row of, you know, not I think, I think if, if Dan Campbell gets fired this year for having a... It, the Lions, the Lions, they, the the Lions will fall apart. If they go 3-15, yeah. and 15, I bet Tanner would be mad that they fired Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah. yeah no, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, the only other thought I have was that um, I saw what I needed to out of Jalen Hurts um, to know the Eagles will win the NFC East. Uh, not a good quarterback, but he doesn't make bad I decisions. Mean, the NFC East is the worst division of football. Well, boy, all I'm saying is like I, need, I saw enough because he made – the right throws when he needed to, kind of, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he got the ball to A.J. Brown, which is why they brought A.J. Brown in. That's exactly what he needed to do. Um, and he ran the ball a shit ton, which is what he's going to do. He's going to run the ball for the majority of the game, and then when he kind of needs to, he'll get the ball to A.J. Brown, and that's all I would ask of him. Yeah. I'm not going to ask more of Jalen Hurts knowing he's not a great quarterback. 243 yards, no picks, with 90 yards rushing. I mean, that's uh No, no, he had, he had a great game. He had he, a great game. No, no, I know. But I'm saying it's just it's a dual-threat quarterback that's going to cause problems no matter who you play. So, Yeah, you don't have an immediate answer He's going to do good, yeah. You don't have an immediate answer for it. So, yeah, good for the Eagles. Uh, I, overall, I'm fine with how the game played out. I think it's good for both teams. Uh, next game, Dolphins-Patriots. Uh, we all took the Dolphins, obviously. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot to say about this game except, uh, I mean, two looked decent. Nice 271. Tyreek Hill looked pretty good in a Miami jersey, doing eight for 94. Nothing, nothing crazy, but he had a great game. Um, and then... That's pretty much it. Uh, this is kind of how I saw this game going anyway. Yeah. The the Dolphins' defense was the star of the show. That's what, that's what I was going to say. And my opinion, it's week one overreaction from week one. I didn't see enough from Miami's offense to think they're going to be any kind of threat in the AFC, especially not to the Bills. No. I didn't see anything special after they bring in an entirely new head coach to bring in a whole new offensive system. They bring in two running backs that that coach wants to fit his scheme. They trade for Tyreek Hill, and they put up 21 against the Patriots defense that doesn't have a cornerback one. And they have Tyreek Hill. And Jalen Waddle is the only receiver that scores a touchdown. Yeah. Sure. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see anything from that offense that made me go, okay, I, I can see the the plan here with the Dolphins. I, I know think, it's week I, one, but I, and I think with Patriots, you got. We, I think I always remember the Patriots are always going to have a good defense because Bill yep. Belichick is defensive minded. He's yeah, always going to come up with those schemes that are going to hinder just, teams' a, abilities to do what they want. Battle. When's the last time the Patriots got blown out? They haven't gotten blown out, but they've lost the last four games to the Dolphins. So even before the Dolphins had anything going for them. They still won the last three games against the Patriots. Yeah, and that that, that could be said with like the the Rams Niners things, where we haven't won we, except for the NFC Championship. We didn't beat the Niners for like three straight years, and yeah. a couple of those years the Niners were so bad they were starting CJ Beathard, and we couldn't fucking beat them. Yeah. It's the same type of thing. It's just one of those conference things. It was back yeah. when Drew Brees and the uh, Saints were. Top but overall, dogs. yeah, you're right. I don't have anything the- to say about this game except for I will wait to talk about the Dolphins until I actually see them play some football. Yeah, th- I mean, this week is going to be their, their biggest test. Obviously, it's week two, but like they play the Ravens. They play a good defense against the Ravens. They're going to have a decent challenge against the Ravens' offense with J.K. Dobbins back as, as well. Um, and we'll get into the Ravens' game, but it's going to be a big game. I think I think it's a bigger game for the Dolphins than it is for the Ravens. Like, the Ravens are coming off of a bad year with 
lots of injuries, kind of trying to get back and everything. But the Dolphins reloaded and made it to where we're going to be challenging this season in the AFC. And if they can't <laughs> beat can't the Ravens, him, He's having such a good if time. they can't beat the Ravens, if they can't he's make really it a good. very good game, if that offense doesn't look great, um, then I mean that's all I need to really see out of the out of the Dolphins. Uh, also, Mac Jones needs help. Oh, Mac yeah, Jones needs so much help. He's yeah, got he's got Holy Myers and Nelson Aguilar. Those are two wide receiver threes. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> exactly. No, literally, he's got two good tight ends. It's like the he's only got a good team game. in the NFL that has a worse receiving core than my team. I don't know about that, man. There, there might be others. I don't know, but ours is better. Jacoby Myers is decent, and Chicago. Nelson Aguilar. Chicago's going to be up there. Chicago. No, they have Darnell Moody. Moody. Darnell Moody did that's, nothing. That's a wide receiver too. The Packers don't even have that. Alan Lazard's a wide receiver too. Oh, Alan Lazard. And Sammy yeah, Watkins. And he Sammy Watkins. He didn't play week one. That's not and bad. Sammy Watkins. And you have a Sammy Watkins got like one second round draft pick. Second round draft pick. Could have been a first round draft pick. All right. Um, but okay, my note on it was going to be the same thing with the Dolphins and Patriots. You talking about it? Um, it's just like when Drew Brees with the Saints, right? Was that top dogs back then? And the Bucks were like winning two games a season. The Bucks would beat the beat the Saints. Like it's just one of those tough conference battles. Where, but I, I understand what you're saying with this dynamic All Star Super Bowl team that they built. You should it, score more it, than It should have been more. It should have been more for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Move on to next game: Ravens Jets. We all took the Ravens. Yeah. Of course, we all took the Ravens. Battle of the quarterbacks. Jesus Christ, dude. Okay, my number one thing that I took from this is that Robert Sala is not going to be a head coach after this season. Nope. Uh, did you hear the comments that he made too? I don't care about the comments uh, that he made, but no, yeah, but he like he like bashed the fans. Sure. Well, no, he bashed every no, he bashed everyone that like kind of gave him sh- gave him shit and like wrote him off, and he was like he was like, well, you know, like we'll see you when we you know when we do something. He yeah, won't but, be there. No, yeah, the Jets yeah, might but, get there eventually. He hold won't. On, be but there I don't. Okay, hold on. Let me look it up because I don't remember exactly what he said. But he said something that was pretty much like a diss to the New York Jets fans. And like, like, and like, and like the people I'm listening to on ESPN were like, nobody ever comes back from that. Like once you start talking bad about your own fans, like you're out of there. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, Saul's gone. Saul's going to be gone. For Wait, sure. So he said, um, we're all taking receipts on all the people who continually mock and say that we aren't going to do anything. I'm taking receipts and I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of you when it's all said and done. He won't be there when it's all said and done. But he'll probably he'll saw, he'll probably be on some radio show still pulling the receipts and being like, "You all said this team was gonna suck 17 years ago. I've been fired for 15 years, but look at us now. Like that's 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 as good I don't know of a it'd situation. be like 15 years. It's down not gonna be that far in the road. But it kind of reminds me. It's gonna be it, down the line after. In a fired. way, it kind of reminds me of like the Jeff Fisher and the Ram era. Not that Jeff Fisher ever made any of those type of comments, but once he got fired, like the Jeff Fisher team. That Sean McVay adopted mm-hmm. was disgusting. It was just that Jeff Fisher didn't understand how, how to, to use, use them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Jeff Fisher drafted Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley. Um, I think they tr- they signed Robert Woods uh, with Jeff Fisher and stuff like that. And so it's just like it's one of those things where like. But here's the thing: the Jets just aren't a good team. They're just not. They don't have the. They're franchise. Corey Davis. Their franchise. Is Corey not Davis, a wide receiver two. Garrett Wilson, stud rookie. Yes, could be wide receiver one, but not right now because he's a rookie. Elijah Moore, a decent wide receiver three. 
And then after that, you don't have a lot. They went to their running uh, backs more than anything. And well, no, they only rushed it seventeen times. No, I meant yeah. throwing the ball. Right, and oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you got eighteen at, targets well, to their two. Yeah, but backs. then you look at Joe Flacco, who's a seasoned veteran, who's just like on his way out, who's just like, hey, I'm just looking for a paycheck, and I got called up to fucking play because my rookie quarterback's hurt. Like, throw Mike White in, dude. Throw Mike White in. I'd Fuck rather it. have Mike White. In. Throwing Joe Flacco in to lose you games is the same concept <laughs> that I have with college teams that throw in a fifth year senior and don't win games. I'm like, you're not benefiting anybody on this team. Yeah, why Mike White not, is at yeah. least younger. And if he's getting experience, maybe he could actually learn a thing or two. Joe Flacco's not learning anything. And become in, a good backup Like, Joe Flacco's in his 13th year. He's not learning anything. And to have him go in and throw 59 times. That's ridiculous. The fact that, that Joe was, Flacco threw... It was threw, ridiculous. That That's he, ridiculous. He threw hey, the but, most passes. They but, ran the ball 17 times. But That's the fucking issue. Completed over 50% of his passes. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. That's fine. I, 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 <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, but to have Joe Flacco... <laughs> Throw it 59 times, and then as a team, only rush it 17 times. And Joe Flacco had one of those fucking rushes. Yeah, for zero yards. They ran the ball with their running backs 16, 16 times. times. And you drafted one early in the second round. It's, it's, it's impossible to get them into a groove. Brees Hall can't get into a groove on six rushes in an entire fucking game. No, and, and Brees Hall... Well, he's a rookie. Like we, have, like, we have to take a step back. Like, I understand that we're running this Jets franchise on Madden, and we're going with Brees Hall first, but we're... Michael Carter's higher rated. He's the veteran. I understand the he fact... He more than 10 carries. Yes, and I feel like the as the Jets, your backfield should get... On average per game, at least 30 rushes, whether it's 15, 15, 20, With how 10. the rest of the offense is established right now, yes. Yes. I think when Zach Wilson comes back, that number drops like maybe like 25. You can run like run the ball 25 no, times. No, keep it at fucking 30. I think Zach Wilson has not proved shit. I'm not saying he's proven shit, but you did draft him very high. You need to give him reps throwing the ball. And you drafted a wide receiver early in the first round as well. That's a large. That's more of an investment in the passing game than it is in the rushing game. Correct. Yeah. So you need to throw the ball. You, I wouldn't justify them running the ball more when they bring in that quarterback. But with Joe Flacco and you draft Brees Hall in early in the second round to be this dynamic player, he fumbled early and they stopped looking at him. At least running the ball, they started getting him targets out of the backfield. He got six catches. That's cool, I guess. But that's not impacting the game. And they weren't. I understand that they were down. By uh, quick maths, 21. They were down by 21 going into the fourth quarter. And like in the third quarter, they were down by 21. And no, 24. Down by 18. They were down by 18. 21. They're down by 21. I'm stupid. So they're down by 21. So that's three scores. They didn't need to start throwing the ball until the fourth quarter. Why does Joe Flacco have 60 pass attempts? (laughs) Yeah. And that's not even. How many pass plays they called. They called 62. You know, he scrambled on one. He threw the ball away two times. Like, that's... Come on. Why are we calling 60 pass plays and 16 rushes? When you invested in in the running backs, there's no point in getting Joe Flacco reps. That doesn't do anything for your fucking offense. Especially when he's not even looking at your young, talented receivers in Garrett Wilson and uh, Elijah Moore. Right? Like, Corey Davis, I get it. Solid wide receiver, too. But you drafted Garrett Wilson. Elijah Moore is a very young receiver as well. Get those guys more looks, in my opinion. Yeah, um, where was Denzel Mims in all this? Couldn't tell you. Not even on here, yeah. Couldn't tell you. So I, I don't know what the fucking Jets are doing. All yeah. I know is that Robert Hall is not going to have a fucking job after this. Um, best enough on the Jets, because the Jets aren't really worth what's worth talking about. Oh, and about the, uh, the, no. the tight end. 
Tyler Conklin? No, no. Uh, CJ Uzama. Yeah, Uzama. He didn't know anything. I mean, whatever. Game yeah. game was shit. Jets suck. Lamar Jackson, though. Three passing touchdowns. Three passing touchdowns. What I liked seeing from Lamar is that he wasn't looking to scramble. <laughs> I liked seeing that he he took a lot of time. He, he carried the ball six times. Um, I forgot what the exact scramble numbers were uh, for how many times he scrambled. It was twice. Those, yeah, those are VIP stats. So he, he scrambled twice. Um Logan did say that he's going to have the stats today. Uh, yeah. Um, so Lamar dropped back 34 times, only scrambled twice. That's a big improvement for me for Lamar Jackson, that he's not just looking to run immediately. And he has less talent at wide receiver this year. I mean, it could, could His, be because the, the Jets throw, don't have anything on defense. The best throw that I saw him make was when he stepped up in the pocket on a play that I think he would normally would have scrambled on because it took more than you know three seconds. And normally I think we'd see him scramble there. And instead of scrambling, he stepped straight up in the pocket, kept his head downfield, and he threw a no-look touchdown pass to Devin Duvernay coming across the middle. And it was a beautiful throw. It was on the money. Yes, he was open because it was a play that developed a little bit longer, but he didn't scramble. And that, to me, is development at the quarterback position for Lamar Jackson. Could mean more going forward. Maybe it doesn't. It's a game against the Jets, like Tim said. But I yeah, think he, but I he think showed something that could be promising going but forward. But I think that's one of the things though, right now that's holding up his contract is because he wants money guaranteed. And I think the biggest if is, well, well he, you, you're going to get injured because you run so much. So my thing also, I was listening to Pat McAfee show, and he was talking about his contract situation right now, is right now Lamar is guaranteed is like $20 million for this year. And then he's going to get franchise tagged two years in a row if he doesn't sign a new contract. And depending on how the rest of the quarterback market plays out, that's going to be over like the next three years. It's already like a hundred something million dollars that he's guaranteed because you sign a franchise tag; it's all guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so if he signs, so if he signs a six-year deal, and he gets an, and he gets like a cup, like twenty to forty million dollars extra guaranteed, but it's a three-year longer process as opposed to him playing these three years doing his damnedest not to get hurt and play to his full potential and sign as big of a contract as he can in three years. And then he's still signing that same six year, you know, however many million dollars guaranteed contract, but he tacks on an extra hundred mil that he made this three years. Guaranteed, yeah. That's, that's really the, the, the game plan behind everything is I'm not going to sign this contract now when I can <laughs> sign the same contract or a better one in two or three years. So I'm worried that he's going to get injured by staying in the pocket. By somebody, you know, coming down, rolling down, and then fucking up one of his legs or like that because he's so he, used to scrambling. That's fair. Yeah, I think he has enough awareness, though, to get out of it. But regardless, I think he looked good in this game against against the Jets. So I'll see next week against a very good Dolphins defense. But, uh, okay, next game, Jacks Commanders. I got nothing to say. Uh, Timmy, good job. We've got so many fucking more games to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Timmy, good job. Uh, I was very high on the Jags, and I shouldn't be. They suck. Uh Jack suck. Commanders also suck. Uh, it was just, just suck get, less. It, yeah, they just suck a tiny bit less just because they have a veteran quarterback. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah, no, no, I have no notes. I, I knew I shouldn't take them the fucking Jaguars. Yeah, and you K- said when and, you picked them. And Casey Rudd, you motherfucker. Yeah. You said I got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Kyle. You Kyle big trez. Listen back to it again. <laughs> listen back to it again. Kyle picked the Jags, and then Tim said Commanders, and Kyle said that's what I should have picked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, to be fair, is a great play for every game because then you could be like, "Why well, fucking would have got it right?" I yeah. trust in myself. You know? Exactly. Uh, it's only a 50-50 chance. Um, I think the the Jags are are okay, but they need to learn how to run the ball and finish games because they had this game in hand and they just couldn't run it. And it's because they can't establish the run early on, and they have two good running backs in James Robinson and Travis Etienne. 
They should be able to run the fucking football. They just couldn't. They just didn't commit to it. And they didn't figure out how to run. If you can't run early in the game, you can't run late in the game to seal the game. So that's their that's their own fucking fault. Uh, Browns Panthers. Kyle and I get one back yep. here. Uh, Timmy takes the Panthers in again. I understand why. Way closer than I thought it was going to be. Way closer than Kyle thought it was going to be. Um, Panthers and Baker Mayfield did their damnedest to to try to get this dub. Yep. Uh, I'll go with my notes. Um, I thought overall Baker Mayfield played Baker Mayfield football. He fumbled the ball four times. Recovered it four times. He just couldn't catch snaps. That's Baker Mayfield football. Right he just couldn't. There. It was really just, well, also my whole thing is snap. sixteen of seven. 27, 235, one TG, one TD, one interception. That's Baker Mayfield football right there. Uh, if you go look on the other side, I thought Jacoby Brissett played stupendously. I mean, I guess good enough to win. Um, I mean, it <laughs> was it was <laughs> no interceptions. Didn't, didn't make mistakes. Um, he missed also several Nick, good throws. Also, Nick didn't Chubb averaging six point four yards on the ground. Kareem Hunt averaging 4.2 yards off the ground. They averaged five and a half as a team. Yeah. Um, overall, I think the Panthers carries. need to realize that Pe- Baker Mayfield's not, like, the answer. So, like, why don't you just get Chris, Chris, Christian McCaffrey the ball more 20 carries. yards on the ground and 10 yards through the air out of the backfield, and then you, you're going to have more chances at winning. Um Overall, the Browns are a better team, and I knew that going in. I just thought maybe the heart of Baker Mayfield was going to come across more, um, and it did in the fourth quarter. Like they, they definitely tried their fucking absolute. Like Logan said, tried their darndest, yeah. um, and it got close. And at one point, Carolina was leading, and then Cleveland Browns won. Cade um, York, dude, I picked him up in both leagues with time expiring. Um, overall, it was a very good game, um, and you know, Browns won. Yeah, no, I have nothing. Uh, I, I think Baker had some jitters coming into this game. I think a lot of it was, again, the. I think a lot of that played into it was him expecting that he needed to be great because it's his former team and he felt he had something to prove. And a lot of that built up in the first half and he put way too much pressure on himself. And then towards the end of the game, he was able to just play some football. And Baker Mayfield's an okay quarterback. Like, he's going to make that throw to Robbie Anderson. He's, he's opened 60 yards down the field. I'm going to make that throw, you know? Like, I, he can make that throw. He's going to make okay enough reads. He's going to scramble and extend plays. And he's going to do okay. Uh, I do think they need to use Christian McCaffrey way more. I mean, 10 carries. I know he averaged three yards a carry. He only had a long of nine. Christian McCaffrey is that running back that can break one. But not if you give him 10 carries. That those numbers skyrocket if you give him 15 to 20 and then obviously give him way more touches out of the backfield. Five targets out of the backfield is atrocious. Like The fact that he got 15 looks the entire game and only 14 actual touches, that's your only good player you really have. I know Robbie Anderson had five catches, 102. Long was a 75, so that doesn't really – it's not really the same thing. It was four for 25. Yeah. DJ Moore had three, you know, six targets, had three <clears throat> catches for 43 yards. Like, if you're not using those those top two receivers, which you really weren't, then you need to be using Christian McCaffrey. It, it's kind of weird. They only ran, uh, so 27 pass attempts, 19 carries, 46 plays on offense. That's bad. Yeah. 46 plays on offense is, is very bad. I mean, maybe there's a couple, like, you know, no, there's, there's four sacks. So that's 50 plays. But they ran 50 plays. That's not enough plays. And I know the Browns 
ran the fuck out of the ball, and that's what they do. So they dominate time of possession, and they dominate plays. And this is exactly what the Browns' offense should look like. 34 attempts. I think that's more of a 34 attempts when you get Deshaun Watson in. That shouldn't be 34 attempts with Jacoby Brissett. But 39 carries. Absolutely. Give Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt the ball. Mix in Anthony Schwartz. That's a fucking track star getting carries. Absolutely give him the ball in space. Um, don't throw the ball as much as they did. I, I like the Diamond Peoples-Jones got involved. He had 11 targets, which is by far the most. Um, sure. Passing game was a passing game. Jacoby Brissett's not going to win you games. He's not going to lose you games. Good enough. Uh, next game, uh, Colts-Texans. I have nothing, so I'm going to go pee. Yeah, uh, AFC South. Probably the biggest shock of the AFC of the South. Week. Zero wins. Two of the teams played each other. <clears throat> That's pathetic. Your division couldn't get a win when two of the teams played each other. Yeah. No. And it was the best team in the division preseason, best team in the division against worst team in the division. Still couldn't get a win. Yeah. Um, it made no sense to me. Uh, when you look at the stats, Jonathan Taylor, 31 carries, 161 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Pittman, nine receptions for 120 yards, 121 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, you have those kinds of stats. Matt Ryan, 32 for 50 with 352 yards, um, and they couldn't score three touchdowns. Just one touchdown, yeah. I, I mean, they got they got nasty stats, um, but dude, Davis Mills showed up and played football. You know, I mean, I mean he, he, he did, yeah, he did what he needed to do, 23 for 37, 240 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, I mean, I think that was a pretty good performance right there. But, I mean, yeah, for, for them to – for the Colts to put up the offensive numbers that they did and then not be able to beat the Texans uh, just absolutely blows my mind. Yes. So my thoughts on it were coming down to these uh, first few possessions. Um, the Colts should have been up. I think it was like – I think it was – the thought I had was 17-3. to three is what the Colts should have been up at halftime. So they were down 10-3. to um, So they go in. Uh, first possession, punt the ball, three and out. Force a punt. Next possession, go down, get in field goal range. They get stopped at the 27. That's that's good enough. It was a fourth and two. Take your three points there. That's fine. Uh, they give up a field goal the next – or sorry. Force a three and out for the Texans next drive. Then they go down and go fourth and goal at the two-yard line, and they run a wildcat to Nick uh, Naheem Hines from the two-yard line. You have Jonathan Taylor on your fucking team, and they ran a direct snap to Naheem Hines straight up the middle. He lost two yards. What else did you expect to happen there? He's obviously running the ball, but if I'm going to have someone obviously running the ball, I want it to be Jonathan Taylor, and I want it straight under, under the center out of the backfield Go get me two yards, Jonathan Taylor. Not direct snap to Naheem Hines. That should have been a touchdown. That would have put them up 10 to nothing. Okay, you give up a field goal on the next drive, fine. Next drive, the, uh, they go down second and seven at Houston's 22. Matt Ryan throws a pick. It was intended for Jonathan Taylor on a screen. DN jumped the route, gets a pick. That drive in itself, second and seven at the 22-yard line, that should also be a touchdown drive if you're the Colts against the Texans. That's 17 to 3 right there. And this game is different. Instead, they're down 10 to 3. Because they give up a touchdown off that drive. On four plays, give up a touchdown on the next drive. Punt the ball. The rest of the game is the rest of the game. You know, they get a field goal. They the uh Texans get a field goal. Colts fumble again. 
Texans turn that into a touchdown, go up 20 to three, and the Colts have to mount, surmount this insane comeback to get a fucking tie out of it. Yes, Rodrigo Blankenship should have made a field goal to win the game. Absolutely. It's a 42-yarder. That's what you get paid to make. 100% you should make that field goal. But I put this on everybody else on the, the Colts offense. If you're that team, if you're the best team in the AFC South, I think a lot of people have these expectations that it's between the Colts and the Titans, which one you pick. I pick the Colts. You know, you need to beat the Texans week one. You need to execute better in the red zone and not settle for z- three points on three drives into the red zone. Just that's the facts. Or not in the red zone, but inside the 30-yard line for the Texans. You have to get better than three points there. Uh, yeah, just bad. Just bad. They're, but they'll, they'll clean it up, I think. Matt Ryan's not going to continue to play like this. But it's not a great look to start with. No. Uh, okay, next game. Giants-Titans. We all got it wrong. Dude, uh, fucking Giants. Good for Brian Dable and Saquon Bar- uh, Barkley. Very ballsy. Good for you, New York Giants. I am so happy for Brian Dable. Did you see his reaction after the game? He was stoked, dude. That's all. I, that's all I need to see, and how the players reacted to when they—they're all behind Ryan. When Dable. they came up to him, Saquon, uh, and I think Sterling Shepard after the game, Kayvon Thibodeau went up to him, and all of them going up to him and just dapping him up. That's how I know he's the head coach for the next probably ten years, maybe not ten years. It's the Giants, but like at least the next five. Yeah, but like Joe Judge could never, like could never get that respect from the players. Brian Dable took him one game, got a win, ballsy fucking win in in Tennessee, right? In Tennessee, in New York, in Tennessee, in Tennessee, even fucking better. Like getting that fucking win against the Titans, using your players, using Saquon Barkley appropriately. That's crazy. You drafted him third overall. You yeah. should. They have a decent wide receiver core. The, the Giants. <clears throat> I, I I'm I'm so happy for Brian Dable just because of how he fucking came out and played this game, uh, how he coached it. Got enough out of the defense. Uh, the Titans are the Titans. I mean, they don't have a receiver, so don't really have to play the pass. Uh, but still, the Giants getting that win is huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I caught me off guard. Didn't see that coming. Jordan's like, ha, oh, I told you. I'm like, no, Daniel Jones is not the answer. Uh, went 17 for 21. Yeah, good accuracy, but no. Like, I'm not impressed with Daniel Jones. Titans also don't have a secondary, so that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. They don't, um, and yeah, I got I got no notes. Yeah. All right, well, Kyle, why don't you uh, kick us off, dude? Okay, so I'm the only one that took the Vikings. Huh? I'm the only one that took the Vikings. Shut the fuck up. All right, so um, yeah, this game was going on at the same exact time as the Raiders and Chargers game. Um, obviously, the Raiders and Chargers game uh, was more electric. Not only did they have... Did we have uh, two rivals inside the house with Logan and Chad, um, which made it more exciting, but the game itself was more exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things, dude, being down 17-0 to zero at halftime. You know, it was one of those things where it's like it, it was past the point of knowing. Um, so kicking it right off the bat, uh, you know, they, they come down, they march down the field, and I'm, they got a touchdown pretty fast off of us. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Jeff, you know, Justin Jefferson had a five-yard pass from Kirk Cousins because they marched down the field 78 yards in less than six minutes. And it was like, okay, cool. Hey, they got an offense. They can do that. I know that's what they're capable of doing. Um, but what, what hurt me was first pass of the game for Aaron Rodgers um, to wide open 
Christian Watson in stride, perfectly placed ball like Aaron Rodgers does. That was the most. That was like the biggest <clears throat> dime that a rookie receiver could ever find. And Aaron Rodgers is again. We've always talked about he's he's easily one of the most fascinating quarterbacks to watch play the game because he's so fucking accurate and he's so good. He's so good at what he's able to do, and he throws it. Uh, Christian Watson again, wide open in stride, has a beat. Bounces right out of his hands, um, and Aaron Rodgers' face of utter disappointment and disgust was what immediately told me we lost the game. Um, from that point on, he never got fired up. He never smiled. Nothing. He had that same exact face throughout the entire game. Um, he ended up coming up alive a little bit better. Like he said, started off really bad. Ended up finishing off 22 and for 34. Um, in a pick, um, which is absolutely horrendous for Aaron Rodgers um, to start off the year with. Um, got sacked four times. Nothing pretty. O-line, again, absolutely in shambles, as you got always. got two guys out right there, though. Yeah, 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 which, was, yeah, yeah which is fine. But uh, just every year, him always being under pressure, the O-line always collapsing. He's always getting sacked, having to have the pressure. Uh, it's just rough. Um, another note on this one is that I'm very upset that we didn't rush the ball more. Um, we had Aaron Jones, who was averaging 9.8 yards a carry. One of them was 29 yards, I know that. But still, five carries for 49 yards. And then A.J. Dillon, almost five yards a carry, 10 carries for 45 yards. So in 15 carries, we had almost 100 yards um, between the two, and that was it, though. Like, we didn't rush the ball with them more. Uh, Romeo Dubs had one rush for 11 yards. Christian Watson had one rush for seven yards. Um, so very aggravating to see, hey, our rushing is working, but it's Aaron Rodgers, so let's keep passing the ball. Um, and a lot of this, um, again, for me is very frustrating because our second string running back was our lead receiver with 46 yards. Um, Romeo Dubs got five tar- you know, four ca- catches on, on his five targets. Christian Watson, two on his four targets. Uh, so it was just it was infuriating to keep watching this happen to where <sighs> – Aaron Rodgers never showed the head confidence in his, in his wide receivers. Mm-mm. So it was just a very depressing game. And everybody's like, hey, you know, hey, like, don't worry. Like, it's week one. You guys lost. Like, you guys lost one, uh, week one last year. And it's like, yeah, but this is a completely different feeling. Yeah. It was, uh, hey, we lost. Damn it, motherfucker. This one was, dude. At one point going into the third quarter, we're halfway through the third quarter. Jefferson had more yards than the entire Packers team combined. And it's like, just sitting back, it was so defeating. And like you said, right, readjusting my expectations for the season, I still think we'll win the NFC North. Um, I I think things will come together and everything will be fine. But um, it's just very, very tough to watch this. There's no motivation. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't understand why he can get so mad and put so much blame onto the wide receiving core when he never showed up for like any of the OTAs. Um, he didn't really play preseason at all. Like how much time is he putting in with those? Like those OTAs are very important when you're having all of these new wide receivers, especially knowing that Alan Lazard's going to be out and that Christian Watson was questionable. Yeah. He right? didn't so at the play time, like all the preseason. Yeah. So like going in, we didn't know if he was even playing. So I was like, okay, cool. So we got Romeo dubs, uh, Robert Tanyan, Sammy Watkins, and Amari Rodgers, who wasn't even on here. Randall oh, Cobb. yeah, sorry, Randall Cobb. 
which he threw to, by the way, in triple coverage, and that's when he got picked, if that was the one I'm thinking of. But, yeah, so for me, this was just an absolutely despicable game. Um, I thought I thought our defense did well. I, I know we let up 184 yards against Jefferson, but take him out of it, and everything is okay. Like Dalvin Cook, 20 carries for 90 yards, I'll take that. We've always had a terrible rushing defense, and against well, somebody that's so dynamic, I'll take that. So I thought our defense was actually good. Um, you know, Alexander was like, oh, you know, like, hey, it wasn't my question. Like, it wasn't my decision to not put me on Jefferson. I wanted him. I wanted to be the top one, right? But I read other things. It's like usually you put your top cornerback against the wide receiver two, and then you double coverage the top wide receiver one. To be fair, Adrian Amos was the one that was credited with giving up both touchdowns. And I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, like, it's it, it, it was just – it was a very rough game. Um, and I did not pay full attention to the game. Um, I wasn't glued to it because I had a much more exciting game going on right next to it. So it was kind of hard to be like, okay, am I going to sit here and look like fucking Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh watching my game, or am I just going to enjoy the electricity of the game that was on right next to it? And that's what I decided to go with because I took away almost no positives from this game. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's tough. Uh, I agree with you about Aaron Rodgers because I think he can't keep treating his receivers like this. Like every season he comes in and it's the same deal where, you know, it's the I'm never really given enough weapons, you know, and he doesn't explicitly say it, but he says it with how he like some of his comments and with how he plays. And even when he had Devontae Adams, it's like, yeah, I have Devontae Adams and who else do I have, you know? And with this season, it's. Lost Devontae, understood he was leaving. You didn't even get me a wide receiver in round one. You guys didn't go sign anybody. You know, like, I, I have all these rookies I got to deal with, and they're making all these mistakes, and they got to be better. Here's my thing. Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls. With, like, no receivers. And Six with no receivers. There, there's a couple where all he had was Randy Moss. There's a couple where all he had was Julian Edelman. There's a couple there where it's just kind of like, I mean, Jacoby Myers. And even then, Tom Brady. And even then, Julian Edelman, yeah, he's a stud. But that's all but he has. Yeah. Good slot receiver. Yeah. Not a wide receiver one. Yeah, exactly. But Tom Brady made everyone around him look good. And Aaron Rodgers does that. He does make He those. always has. Robert Tanyan. Who the fuck is that guy? Nobody knew Without him. Except, for, except like, for Packers I, I like guys. Tanyan, yeah. yeah, no, but no, but I didn't know about Tanyan until last season. Until like Aaron you wouldn't Rogers, have known who he was until Aaron Rodgers. Until Aaron Rodgers started throwing him the football. And I think that's a mindset that Aaron Rodgers needs to get through his thick fucking skull is that you are a top 10 quarterback of all time, if not higher, top five. Um, You need to get over the fact that sometimes your team's not going to have all the receivers. You need to realize that you, as one of the greatest of all times, have made these receivers become top wide receivers. Without Aaron Rodgers, would Devontae be Devontae? I think Devontae would be a good wide receiver, but he wouldn't. I don't think he would be considered the number one wide receiver in the league if he didn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing to him for all those years. So, two, okay, so two things. One, Aaron Rodgers reminds me of the douchebag from high school who gets paired up with the shitty, the shitty team in PE and. Everything that they mess up on, it's their fault. There's no re- like, there's no encouragement. If you're going to be a leader, right? Christian Watson comes back in the huddle. You already know that he wants to kill himself in that moment. Yes. He doesn't need you going, can I trust you again? 
No, it's A. A. It fucking happens, dude. This is your first game in the big big leagues. This is his first target of his NFL career. Yeah. And He's like, going to be nervous. And it's like, hey, don't and, get me wrong. And let's not forget, his first target of his NFL career, I mean, he burned him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's that like, that thing was a touchdown. And, and, and he goes, hey, do that again for me. Yeah. I'm going to get you the ball again, and you're going to catch this one. What's the be difference? a leader. What's the difference between that and MVS every fucking game? Exactly. MBS did the same thing every game. Dropped a fucking deep ball for a touchdown. And Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball again on another deep ball. Four plays later, you get a touchdown. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's, and that's, and that's, what, that's what Kyle's saying is that well, no, it's so going to take a few weeks for this and whole Aaron, Aaron Rodgers board. is why Devontae left. Yeah. I do think money, obviously, big issue. But no, he turned down more money. For yeah. The yeah. But there's there's no way that you have debatably the best, the, the best uh, quarterback in the league, talent wise, in my opinion. And you just came off of two years. Like you have, you have a back-to-back MVP quarterback, mm-hmm. and you go, "I want to leave because I'd it's rather toxic." Play with dude. somebody I, I would get along with. Yeah, because it's toxic, and like it's just that's why it's this whole fucking love-hate relationship, dude, with Aaron Rodgers. It's like I love him to death. I want him on my team. But with how he acts, it's like, dude, when we cut him, I'm not going to be like, no. so sad. Yeah. Like talent-wise, I'm like, well, we're fucked for a long time. But it's just not worth the fucking constant drama yeah. and the negative energy that it brings. Yeah. Dude, you have a rookie that made a mistake. Slap him on the ass. Say, you got this. We're going to do this back. You burn his ass. Burn him again. I'm going to get you that fucking ball. He didn't target Christian Watson again until the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's what I'm like. It was and that's first, pathetic. First dude. play of the game. Not like late in the first quarter and then he went like, you know, different, different plays going into the next series, into the second quarter, into the third quarter. It was the first play of the game. That guy gets open, drops a ball. Obviously, would have been a touchdown. Would have been huge for you guys. But exactly like you've been saying, Kyle, like you need to be the number one, especially when going into that game. He probably already has on his mind. I'm sure the number one thought These guys going are fuck up the number no for for Christian Watson. Oh. The number one thought going through his head when he gets open: don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. Because what's Aaron Rodgers going to say when I drop this ball? And I'm sure that was the number one thought on his mind instead of. Oh, I'm. I got this. This is huge. And I'm gonna go make this yeah. play. And Instead of don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't. Fuck. Oh, I fucked up. And Aaron, and the first thing you see is Aaron Rodgers on the jumbotron like this fucking guy. Yeah, and then he replies in the press conference with, "Hey, like this is gonna happen with new high, like like with new guys and everything like that. They're rookies. Like you know, it takes a lot of patience. Like you have to be, you have to be patient with this. But as the season goes on, the patience is gonna wear thin. And even that, like like, that, I, like even that, the the the. But I can, I can, I can. I can respect 100%. that. Yeah, hundred percent. I can respect that statement. If he because was if also I if I'm a, if I'm a quarterback and let's say week nine and they're still making Christian Watson's still dropping that ball, then yeah, he's not getting 100%. the fucking ball. I, under, I and I agree with you, but also going into it with the mindset of it's going to take patience because these guys are going to fuck up. That makes me as a receiver then, go like, dude, what the fuck? Well, like, and you don't just expect make that me. face then on the first yeah, pass like, that he drops. Yeah, and it's also, but to me, it's like you expect me to not be good coming in. Like that doesn't instill any confidence in me. Yeah, I now think you think I'm shit because I'm a rookie and I don't know how to play the game. Yeah, I think like, you can't I think put he's any confidence. Like, hey, drops happen. That's a part of this game. Give me any comment other than that's shit that I expect in week one. He's from just these guys. he's destroying the morale yeah. of the team. It, it's All very right. it's very awful. But Let's, the Vikings offense. To be fair, to get, get off the Packers, the Vikings offense looked very good. This is when Justin Jefferson said, I'm going to go for 2K this season. The other comment that really got Way to me. Way to kick it off. Yeah, the other comment that he really said that got to me was because it's your guys' offensive coordinator. That's now their head coach, I believe. Offensive coordinator from last season. That's now the Vikings head coach. And Justin Jefferson in the offseason 
the I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of like, I see why Cooper Cup was open so much now. I'm so excited for the this season. And that's what we saw. <laughs> that's what we saw. You instill an offensive coordinator that has a great game plan and can get your number one receiver who everyone knows is your number one receiver and he can still get open. Yes, because he runs great routes, but also because the concept is great. He's not going to drop open balls. He's going to make plays after he catches the ball and his numbers are going to go through the fucking roof. Same thing happened in L.A., I think the same thing's going to happen. I'm going to call myself out for saying there's no chance Justin Jefferson goes for 2K. I know it's one game. He went 184 and two touchdowns. But to me, it's because of the scheme. It's not just because he, he got better as a he receiver. He needs to go for 184 almost every game. He needs to go 117 every game. At least. To get 2K. Going right. forward or that's No, that's the, the number is. he needs per game average to get to 2K. All right, let's talk about Chiefs Cardinals. Let's move there's on. There's nothing to talk about in this game. Uh, nothing to talk about. Kyler Pat- sucks. Patrick Mahomes looks just fine. The Chiefs are not as bad as I thought they were going to be. <laughs> and Kyler sucks. That's all I have. Yeah. Anything? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think Kyler sucks. I think his stats are just decent. I think Kyler um, didn't I think they make are just any adjustments. Fine. So, the, well, yeah, yeah. The but play- I, I wouldn't say he sucks. I, I, would, I would say he did just fine. I think they paid him way too much money for how good he is. And he went up against somebody who threw five touchdowns. It's not about who he's played on offense. He doesn't matter. against the defense. That, that's, not what I, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying so you just his performance is compared to what the defense. Oh, so that's that's what I said when I finished my sentence, or I was cut off. Oh, I was cut off. That, yeah, that's that's right. That's it what happened. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes down, throws, throws five touchdowns, bad. and that is way better than what I was expecting. Yeah. 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 There's there's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say Kyler Murray sucks. The thing to me is that because he doesn't understand how to play quarterback, he can throw the ball like crazy, and that's fantastic. He doesn't understand how to play quarterback though. He doesn't make adjustments. He doesn't understand what a defense is doing. So he can get a guy a ball when they're open, and he can make some ridiculous plays when he's on the run, and he can scramble, and it's fun to watch. But he doesn't. He can't read a defense and go, I think this is what they're doing. The, the, there's a play that went viral on Twitter where it was because it was a, the, the dumb last chance you head coach from the last season that doesn't have a job because he's an idiot. Um, he was like, oh, this is, this is why Kyler has to study film. He should know this guy's blitzing and – He's got to check this receiver to block, and it was dumb because that makes no sense that you would check a receiver to block in a five-wide concept. makes no sense that you would check a receiver in to block. But what did make sense to me was there's four receivers in a bunch set on the left. There's one receiver in the slot on the right. It looks there's, there's three defenders over here with one single high safety. You should understand as a quarterback – that's either cover one or cover zero. Either that safety's coming up and this is cover zero and they're sending a blitz or it's cover one he's dropping and they're still sending a blitz. They're not running a fucking zone out of this with when we have a bunch set on the, yeah. on the right and they have three defenders over there. They're sending a blitz in some way, shape, or form. I need to get the ball out fast. I need to know there's four guys here, three guys defending. That's probably where I need to throw the ball. He looked to his left the entire time, didn't read AJ Brown coming or AJ Green coming across the field, got lit up from the right side by the blitzer. And if he would have had an extra half a second, he would have just thrown it right over the top of that blitzer and would have had AJ Green for a fucking 30 yard gain. But he didn't have any sense of there's a blitz coming. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's the O line's fault. No, uh-huh. it's, <laughs> it's, it's those adjustments where it's like, if you're going to pay that guy and you put a stipulation in his contract that's like, you need to study film. And then game one, you come out and he gets beat by a blitz that bad. I'm like, God fucking damn it, dude. He's not looking at the film. He's not prepared for what different looks are being thrown at him. And natural talent can only get you so far in this league. And it's not going to get him that far in a, in a 
tough era right now for quarterback talent. Yeah. I don't think it's enough. It's going to be great when D-Hop comes back because that's going to provide him a cushion for safety, but I don't think he's the guy. I think he'll be just Okay. When you hit us to the next one. Uh, okay. Charge Raiders. I like my team. Yeah. They're pretty good. You guys looked very good. So – I don't want to harp on it too much. Justin Herbert, I think, is so fucking good. Just some of the throws he makes. He had like three or four throws that he just put in a spot that as you're watching, you're like, gee, how do you make that throw? Like, that's a ridiculous throw to make. And only the Mahomes, Rodgers, Allens, and Herberts of the league can make those throws, right? Justin Herbert doesn't always make the best decisions, but he's got the fucking arm talent to make any throw on the damn field. Um, and, And he showed that on Sunday. The defense looked bad against the pass, which makes me happy. Because last season, we couldn't stop the run. <laughs> we were missing our number one corner. Devontae Adams abused Asante Samuel. Abused <clears throat> Asante Samuel. Devontae Adams went off in this game. He ran the nastiest route of the weekend against Asante Samuel. Left Asante Samuel 15 yards away from him on a fucking out route. It was hard for me to watch. Um, but what this game came down to, to me was Derek Carr, I don't think, feeling 100% comfortable with Devontae and his other weapons. He's very comfortable with Devontae. But that's all he was looking for. That's all he was looking for. And when he looked for the other guys, he threw picks. When he looked for Hunter Renfro, it was on an out route that he threw a little bit behind Renfro, got picked off. When he was looking for Darren Waller, it was across the middle into a safety coverage with a linebacker underneath, and Drew Tranquil picked it off. He was trying, trying to force it in there. It was like, I've thrown the ball to Devontae four times in a row. i got to get someone else involved. Uh, Renfro, fuck, that's a pick. Uh, i got to get someone else involved. Waller, ah, fuck, it's a pick. And it's like, that's not what the entire game, but I think he's going to get more comfortable as the season goes on in getting all of them equally involved. It's a new offense. It's a new system. He's got new chemistry that he has to figure out with Devontae in there and not just throwing him the ball because it's so easy to just throw him the ball. I think the Raiders are going to be fine moving forward. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I was happy with the win. Um, defense, I think, looked looked pretty good outside of the you know letting Devontae light us up. Um, Justin Herbert looked great, ran the ball okay. Uh, I was very pleased with the performance. Um, I, I was going to say I actually disagree. I actually like, – I, again, I know you guys let up 141 yards to Adams, but I thought your secondary actually looked pretty good, like, like, like pretty decent for having the number one wide receiver in the league rip you guys up. Yeah, Sunday Samuel was getting burnt for majority of it, but he did have a pick in one of them. He played as good of coverage as he could have. You guys now throw J.C. Jackson in there, who's locking down Devontae, and then Asante's able to go somewhere else. It's a completely different ballgame. And you guys had three picks, too. And, yeah, they were bad throwing balls, but still, I, I thought your guys' defense actually played pretty good against what could have been worse. Because you take away I – mean, obviously, don't take them away, but you got Devontae and you got Darren Waller. After that, it's 20s, 20s, 16s, 16s. Yeah. Like, like, like everybody was locked down except Devontae for the most part. So yeah. I, I thought it was actually pretty decent, especially without uh, J.C. Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good game. Um, I don't know, it's, I, it, it was a good game. I didn't really, you know, I didn't dissect it, you know. Yeah, I, I was very pleased. Uh, I am nervous for this Thursday because it's a short week and we are missing Keenan Allen because he got hurt. But um, I liked how we spread the ball on offense. It was good. I will 10 times out of 10 take this performance week one. Uh, so moving on to Sunday night game. Nothing. Nothing. Fournette, good job. That's yeah. Dak sucks. Even before he got hurt, Dak sucks. Yep. Yeah. He went, what was his numbers? He went 
14 of 29 for 134 yards with a pick. Yep. He was the Terrible. second he was Terrible. the second lowest graded quarterback in the NFL by Pro Football Focus. Nice. Uh, who was uh, who was the worst? Justin Fields. Nate got the win. Really? Got the win. I was like, yeah, I thought he was the pick he the, the pick he threw was one of the worst throws of the week is why Jesus the pick he threw was into like triple coverage and a safety just came right across and made the fucking play. And it was like, why'd you even make that throw? Um, and his touchdown was like one of his touchdowns was like kind of lucky anyways. Uh, yeah, nothing else. Uh, the bucks, Chris Godwin hurt shocker. Julio Jones, big impact, big impact. Shocker. Yep. This is it. Uh, Monday night. Good for Geno Smith. Wow. Dude. You are not a good quarterback. Don't forget that, Geno Smith. You are a backup. Uh, you can, you can. It's better than some of the starters. Better than some of the starters. That's not wrong. You are not wrong. But uh, the Broncos shot themselves in the foot on this one. Uh, had two chances to win this game. Uh, good. Don't get me wrong. Good for you, Geno Smith. You look good. No doubt about it. And and I have no doubt that the Seahawks are going to give the Rams some trouble uh, because of this game that I watched. It's. But I think there was a lot of heart that went into this game, and a lot of this game came down to that. Um, I think the Seahawks will have a hard time. They will win some games, um, but good for you, Seattle. You deserve that win against Russell, who has been requesting out of Seattle for a couple of seasons now. And then acting like he didn't. And then acting like he didn't. Um, so good for you, Seattle. How does Absolutely. anyone like Russell Wilson? Yeah, I, I don't um, know. Yeah, uh, Broncos went 0 for 4 in red zones for touchdowns. Um, that's fumbled a huge, twice. Yeah. Well, fumbled once. Fumbled twice? Fumbled twice. Fumbled twice Javante and turned one over and on Melvin downs. Melvin Gordon both fumbled. And then turned one over on downs, right? Uh, or was yeah. that also a fumble? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was like maybe on fourth down they fumbled. Um, and then Broncos, uh, Justin Simmons is going to be out like four weeks. He's injured. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Geno Smith's stats, no way you can look at those, though, and say – not a good yeah, yeah, he's not a good quarterback. Um, 23 now, to 20, and he started the game with like <clears throat> 12 completions. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like he started off hot. I do think it's just gonna be one of those weird, crazy things, yeah, you know, well, where it's like Minshew came out in his debut. And Geno Smith did this last season when Russell got hurt and he stepped in against the Rams. No, and, and he threw no, like three and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I think I think it's going to be a Nick Foles situation where he looks great for a few games, and then it's like, oh shit, I'm actually going to be the starter for a while, and that's when he just crumbles because he's going to be a great backup quarterback that can come in and do it. Yeah, it's just I feel like once he has all the pressure, like I don't think the Seahawks, I don't, I really don't think this changes anything for me. Um, I think the Seahawks win a few more games now yeah. than what I predicted, but uh, so I I like Geno Smith. Uh, he made the right decisions. I, the biggest thing to me was how how much both teams used their tight ends. Um, the Seahawks used like they, both teams. I think used four tight ends and like got them all looks. It was weird to see all these different tight ends getting looks. Uh, but Geno Smith threw two touchdowns to two different tight ends. Um, yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Um, yeah. They ran the ball fine. Um, I like the play calling from Seattle. Um, the Broncos have a good defense too. Is the thing you know? I mean, it, it, they mixed it up well enough. I mean, twenty-eight pass attempts to nineteen carries. They average four yards a carry. It's not amazing. Um, I, I just I like Geno Smith, man. 
like not like as a amazing starting caliber quarterback, but as that guy that like he's a backup that can come in and win you a game. I'm not saying he's going to do it every time he goes on the field. Like I, I could have an expectation he's going to come in and be like, I'm not like hating our chances. Yeah. You know, you think he'll go 500. I don't know when the, if they throw Drew Lock. It's impossible in, is the thing. Not impossible. Well, Steelers did it last year. Okay. Um, <laughs> that one. Uh, my my thing, my biggest <laughs> takeaway is that Nathaniel Hackett is not a head coach, uh, and he proved that in one week because oh, I need- the end of the game situation. Yeah, and then yeah, should have just gone for it. You're not well, going for sixty four. Not even should have gone for it. Burning thirty seconds of clock, and not calling a timeout to think it over and go over it. Yes, and just being like, nah, he decided when they didn't get the first down, we're kicking this field goal, and he never wavered. He never changed his mind. And that's if that's your decision, that's your decision. But then to come out the next fucking day, and say we should have after gone for you it. miss the field goal and go. Now nah, in hindsight, we should have gone for it. Oh, that's the easiest fucking thing anybody could have fucking said. You goddamn idiot. That was my thing. I was like, like dude, just stick to it, dude. It's like, oh well, I guess we should have gone for it. Oh no, shit, you should have fucking Carroll gone for it. It's still like, no, nah, I stand by my chance, my, by my decision to pass, and that's <laughs> fine. Like, it's like that's own fine. it, dude. Exactly, you made a mistake. I, if I had to do it, I'd do it again. Like I, I trusted our kicker in that situation. Yeah, if McManus hits that sixty-four yarder, you look, every, you look so smart. Everybody erupts. Yeah, yeah. it's just one of those things yeah and it's, it, yeah, and so you that, guys weren't i mean doing too i mean i don't know they, everybody's got good stats pretty much on the well that's the thing like on that drive too they were moving the ball they were starting to move the ball right and they were using javante out of the backfield and the tight ends were getting open all fucking game right and Cortland sutton was starting to get open and like there was, was 20 looks. seconds left there was there was 50 seconds left and then they, they no, ran no, it no, down no, yeah 20 yeah yeah no, when yeah. they kicked the field goal there was 20 seconds left yeah that, that's what i'm saying it should have been an immediate timeout and then they would have had more time but at 20 seconds it's like Okay, well, well, yeah. Now, now, this now is you rough. have to. Yeah, yeah. Now you have. But even to. then, two timeouts with twenty seconds left, and you're well, at. No, they had no timeouts with twenty seconds left. No, they had two timeouts because they called two timeouts on the next two fucking snaps for the Seahawks on Niels. They kept calling fucking timeouts. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, they they snapped the ball and they ran the clock down, and then they the they had to go back and put like seven seconds on back on the clock because Nathaniel Hackett was like, I call the timeout. I want to prolong this loss. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like now he's calling his timeouts because he can't take him home. This is and, the dumbest and, yeah, fucking and, and thing. And there's no reason. There's no reason. You don't they're have gonna, enough. They're going to take knees. You're, he's not going to fumble the fucking snap. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. If you're going to do, if that's your game oh, plan. Okay. I didn't know he had two more timeouts. And if that's your game plan of if we miss this field goal and we only have two timeouts, you know what are we going to do? Maybe having 50 seconds on the clock would be a little bit better. I'm not saying there's still not enough time. But, like, with 50 seconds, it's better than having fucking 20 seconds. Yeah. You know? It's just how he handled the end of the game, how he responded after the loss. All of it's fucking atrocious. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is not going to last more than two seasons. He shouldn't last more than a season in Denver, especially if they don't fucking turn it around immediately. Um, All right. What are our standings? Standings. After week one, I'm sitting in first. Nine, six, and one. Okay. Timmy is in second. Eight seven and one. Dude, seven eight and one. Kyle is six nine and one. Six nine and one. Jesus. (laughs) God damn! What were all the separate games? Well, he took the Cardinals and the Raiders, and Tim and I both took the Chiefs and the Chargers. That's two games right there. Uh, (laughs) Those were the two that I think really fucked you. We 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 still need a punishment. 
We do still need a punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, Rams, Niners. We need to come Bengals, up with the punishment Dolphins, after, or, uh, within the week, Jags. Because if the punishment's not that bad, then whoever's in last can just like. Well, no. None, of, us, none, none of, us of us are going to be like. The ones ah. that are left, anyways. Dude, I don't if do if it was, you got to eat 36 marshmallows, I would still be like, I don't want to fucking come in last. <laughs> I don't want to puke. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, so uh, let's get into the games this week. Obviously, we kick off Thursday night tomorrow night. For those listening right now, for those listening to the audio version, uh, this is tonight. We got uh, Chargers at the Chiefs. I'm obviously, obviously going Chargers here at home, so but I understand. Sometimes it's not. Obvious. I understand it last week with the. I understand if you guys go different. No Keenan Allen, probably no JC Jackson. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going I, I like I like the Chargers, but I'm going. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. That's understandable. I, I really get it. Uh, next game, Jets-Browns. I'm confident in this one. I got the Browns. Uh, Browns murdered us, so I'm going Browns. <laughs> I'm going to go Browns. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I know. The Browns are going to win this game by 45 points, apparently, <laughs> based on how we played. Yeah. Uh, next game, Commanders-Lions. I feel confident that we're all picking the same team here. I got the Lions. Going Lions. Lions. Yeah. Okay, next game. Uh, probably divide us. bucks saints I'm going Bucks. I'm going Bucks too. I'm going Saints. J- Jameis one on one off. I'm going Saints. I and I could see because Jameis Winston, like I understand twenty three, thirty four, two sixty nine, two touchdowns. But Jameis Jameis did not have a good game. No, but if he if he throws the ball to receivers all game, they're winning this game by twenty points. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next game, Giants Panthers. I I love how this Giants team is playing. I want the Giants. I'm gonna go Giants. Huh. I already said it. I already said it. I'm going to go Panthers. Back-to-back weeks. Hey, Giants, make me eat my words. Make That's me fair. Eat my words. That's fair. Uh, Patriots-Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers. At home. I'm going to go Steelers. Patriots have no weapons. I'm going to go Steelers. Yeah, I, Mac Jones has a fucking back spasms, too. It's not a good look. Uh, next game, Colts-Jacks. It's got to be the Colts, right? Yep. Colts. It's got to be. Yep. I will never pick the Jacks. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins-Ravens. I feel like this is going to be very divisive. I'm going with the Ravens at home. I'm going Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. You, you fucked me. I hate it when you join me. I don't, I don't <laughs> like that pick. All right. We all got the same one for the next one. It's the Rams over the Falcons. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Kyle? Yes. Okay. I need, I need verbal confirmation on these. Uh, next game. Interesting I, by the line. I'm going Seahawks. The Niners are 10-point favorites. That's That's, that's wrong. ridiculous. That's wrong. <clears throat> Yeah, like I'm going Seahawks, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners win, but 10 points is... I'm, I'm going Niners. I think them playing at home and not in a flood will be the difference. This is Dude, tough for Tim. They, and Tim, they always Tim, play each other tough anyway. And Tim doesn't win this either way, because he doesn't want either That's the thing, man. Yeah, Tim doesn't want either one. I don't give a fuck. You know mm. what? Put me down for a random one. I'm giving you the authority to put me down for random. 
I gotta flip a coin or something. I don't know if I even have coins. Heads is Seahawks, tails is 49ers. Don't tell me. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Oh, it's gonna tell me because it said heads is Seahawks. Hey Siri, flip a coin. This is Kyle trying to pick his not fight club. <laughs> Yep. All right, moving on to the next game. We have the Bengals and the Cowboys. Come on, guys. Bengals, Bengals. are going to get right. Yeah, absolutely they are. Um, Broncos are also going to get right. Yep. Yep, couldn't agree more with you guys. Uh, we're on a little bit of a roll here. Cardinals, Raiders. I got the Raiders. Raiders. Timmy. I don't blame you. Can the Raiders start 0-2? I think they can. Let me think. Hold on. Give me a second here. Give me a second here. Think about the decisions I'm about to make. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. All right. Sorry, Chad. I'm very sorry. All right. Next game is Sunday night game. I got the Packers. Get right game at home. It's the Put me down. Yep. Give me the Packers. Put me down. They'll figure it out. All right. Dose Monday night games this week. Uh, we all got the Bills. Yep. I don't need to ask you guys. Right? No, no, no. no. Okay. Bills, Bills. Uh, and then this one. I'm worried about this one. This is, better. This is the best Monday night game. Uh, Vikings, Eagles. I'm taking the Vikings. It's a lot easier. I have so many different than you guys. It's a lot easier for me to make my picks because I I fill out these spreadsheets beforehand, so I usually make my picks like before I even get here. Um, But I like the Eagles' defense this year. I'm gonna go with the Vikings too. The Vikings. No, no, no. Give me the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. You can't flip back. That's that's your pick. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I finished the S on Vikings. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Go Vikes. Hey, but, but now you have that. Oh, I was going to pick the Eagles. I know. No, it's no. always nice to have that. I just I like the aggressiveness of Jefferson, so I'm gonna go Vikings. Oh, all the Vikings Eagles are gonna win that game. All right. <laughs> yeah. Differences this week. Who knows those. Three, uh, four, five. Well, we know that he knows Spanish to two. <laughs> uh, six, six this week. So less than last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like I have a lot different from. You. I think I think it's yeah. Tim's got a lot more different this week yeah. than the two of us. Uh, but six differences again. We shall see how this week plays out. Uh, we'll check back in with you guys. I hope there's not another fucking tie. Have the. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. like ties. We had said like two years ago that if you guess a tie, you get like plus ten or something. Yeah, if you if you guess a tie, I will absolutely give you ten wins. Yeah, yeah. you will end with more wins than there were games played, mm-hmm. and that's fine. All right, well, I will put out one of those this season. All right, uh, <laughs> new little segment here, uh, <clears throat> Logan. Why don't you before boom and bust? Yeah, so slight variation, slight little twist on boom and bust. Shout out to Chad for this one. Um, do a little fantasy boom and bust. Uh, just one player each. Uh, just a fantasy boom, fantasy bust, uh, whatever that means to you. Uh, let's go for it. Uh, do you want you want to go first, Timmy? Sure. Okay, get off. Who's your fantasy boom? Saquon Barkley. Yeah. 
I mean, it's super easy, number one pick here. Um, just a lot of skepticism going into the season as far as in picking him as high as a lot of people did um, because he is Saquon Barkley. He has that ability. But for him to absolutely demolish, demolish the Titans' defense. And a lot of it came on one big chunk, but especially that last play of the game, the little foot pass from um, Daniel Jones. I mean, overall, 18, 164, one touchdown. I mean, it just, it's got to make fantasy happers, uh, fantasy. Owners. Play owners who drafted him that high, just super happy to see that kind of line. So, yeah. boom into Saquon Barkley. And especially when, you know, he's looked at as kind of like a risk or a gamble. The last two you know. years has been just, Saquon's not that guy. He's, you're dumb for taking that pick. Yeah. Him having a game like this, great for him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was my number one just because it was the most surprising. So, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I mean, just absolutely playing out of his mind. 30 completions, 360 passing yards, five touchdowns. And then three rushing attempts for five yards, but still you get, you know, depending on what league you're in, you get points for rush attempts. So um, he was the number one playoff, or uh, sorry, fantasy player. Um, so, yeah, booming to uh, Patrick Mahomes. And my boom is going to be Dontrell Hilliard, backup running back <laughs> in Tennessee. Two receiving touchdowns. The two receiving touchdowns for the Titans. Uh, did not get out carried by Derrick Henry, but scored three times as many fantasy points as Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, he was used as the pass catcher out of the backfield, got two scores. Derrick Henry got one target, didn't catch the ball. Could be a guy going forward. No, no, it's one week, but I mean, huge for him either way as being the number two back. No one knows who he is, and he has this huge game week one. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Timmy, fantasy bust. Cam Akers. Yep. I drafted him in all three of my leagues. Three rushing attempts, zero yards, uh, absolutely terrible. He was projected to be the running back one. Didn't work out like that. Uh, either way, for only to get three rushing attempts, uh, didn't even put up. I mean, in Kyle's league, he put up 1.5 in my league, or in Kyle's league. Because he gets half point carry. Yeah. Um, but I don't do that in my league. Um, in, in most leagues, it's zero points. Yeah, rough. rough. And that's, yeah, with three carries. It's not great. Rough. I've, had, I've had to, I've had to, like I said at the beginning of the episode, reset expectations. It was a nice donation that I made to both leagues this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, tough. I don't really know. Um, if I'm going to go with somebody. I guess I'm going to go with, uh, and it's just because he really got injured was Eli Mitchell. Um, started him in there. thought he was going to have so much potential just because of the weather and everything. And he put up like four points and then got injured in the first quarter. So, I mean, that was just a dud on my team that I was hoping to have more, and I think I could have maybe won if he would have played better. So, yeah, I guess him. Yeah. Uh, my, my fantasy bus going to be Dak Prescott. Um, quarterback got you 6.8 points. And he's out for eight weeks. He's out for eight weeks, yeah. If you have him on your team, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, 6.8 points, and that's before he got injured. He only had that many points against a weak Tampa Bay secondary. Um, I mean, he – I mean, you know, 134 passing yards with a pick. It's not great. It's really not good. Uh, didn't get any scores. Like I said, really the thing to me is the fact they were playing the Bucks defense, and he still couldn't get anything going, still couldn't get a touchdown, still couldn't get, you know, close to 200 passing yards. He got hurt in the fourth quarter. There's too many things that go into it for, for me to say. If you took Dak Prescott, I understand why. This performance on top of the injury, I would hate my life. Yep. All right. Going into regular boom and bust. 
Two and two. Two and two. Look, look at us on track. Uh, anybody want to start it off? Sure. I'm going to go Detroit Lions. Um, after 24 weeks straight of being an underdog, they are the favorites going in against Washington Commanders. Good for them, man. So booming, dude. You guys making some good strides. You're gonna, they're going to lose now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Logan, first boom? My first boom, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin gave the entire Pittsburgh Steelers team black Air Forces before the game. Fuck yeah. Uh, black Air Forces. I don't know how much you guys are in the uh, Air Force internet ones. culture. Uh, black Air Forces are only worn by people that are bullies and that are just the scariest people. Okay. And Mike Tomlin gave the entire team black air forces before the game for that reason. And then they went out and made the Bengals mm. look like they're bitches. Yeah. Especially on defense. The offense, not so much, but if I'm giving my team black air forces, it's for the defense. I'm like, go, go make them your bitch. And they did. Uh, so boom, Mike Tomlin. Cause he, he, the whole team was fucking hyped up by it as they should be. Yeah, absolutely. First boom to me. Anal beads. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but not for the reason that you may think. So not for sex. No. Nope. Hmm. Not for sex. Oh, I guess the only thing you're my mind is racist. Yeah, I know, I know. Player at St. Louis Chess Cup accused of using anal beads to cheat. So here's the story, guys. Chess? Chess. Okay. Regular old chess. There's been a lot of attempts at cheating at chant chess and a lot of it is like a vibration thing that like people maybe put in their foot or something but this guy and ni- 19 year old 19 year old let me give you his uh his name know, for what yeah ha- hans neiman who's 19 is he from germany has been accused of sticking anal beads of his butt Fucking that have Germans. some type of vibration activity going on that uh, tells him where to move the chess piece Opposed from his opponent. This is I don't get because that's <laughs> like with chess. That's just like you're not good at chess. I understand when people like cheat with poker, you know, and it's like, you know, you're cheating with poker with vibrations, so you like know what the other people have as their cards, or like with blackjack. I can understand, but that. like if you're doing like, it in chess, that's you're just not good at chess. So who's just put buzzing you out it? There. Yeah, whoever is buzzing it should just be playing. It's just a spectator that's buzzing it, and they should just be playing, right? I don't know. Either way, anal beads booming new market. He has some like computer. <laughs> wow. pro- Maybe they have like some computer program that's like this is the move. This should be your next. I mean, move yeah, new market for anal beads. Yeah, yeah, new market for anal beads. Absolutely, they should use it in poker too. Huh? Ain't that Second something? Boom. Second booms. I mean, the Lions, Jets. And Falcons, a uh, recent uh, little article study came out that all three of them are tied for having the lowest priced beer at their stadiums at Damn $5 straight. a beer. It's Lions, just Jets. Ten Falcons. Typically hard to watch those teams. So. Yeah, dude. So, hey, booming, dude. $5 beers. Let's go. That's the move. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right. My second boom is going to be the Sun Belt Conference uh, for college football. So the Sun Belt Conference this past week um, had themselves a great fucking week. Uh, we'll start with Marshall upsetting Texas A&M. Huge boom. We'll go to Appalachian State upsetting Notre Dame. Huge boom. Well, Appalachian State uh, upset Texas A&M. I flipped those. Yeah. Marshall upset Notre Dame. <laughs> Appalachian State upset Texas A&M. Regardless, 
Big upsets, both top 10. Georgia State, upset Nebraska, got Scott Frost fired. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and essentially yes. the rest of the Sun Belt covered in like all their games. Dude, Sun Belt booming. Sun Belt, huge booming. I like that. Three huge upsets. I mean, Nebraska is Nebraska, but two very huge upsets. And the rest of the teams, it was like, whoa, they, they covered that game? They didn't lose by more points to, I think Georgia Southern played like, uh, who'd they play? Load it real quick. No, Georgia Southern's the one that won. Uh, regardless. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, I forgot who it was that played, uh, I think it was against Georgia. Whoever played Georgia. Oh, Arkansas State against Ohio State. They covered. Whole, good for the whole conference. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, my second boom is Roll Dildos. Tide. Oh, Roll Tide. All right. Just a phrase, though. Not actually Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll okay. Tide. Uh, paralyzed Bloomington football players' first words off the ventilator were Roll Tide. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Very chat of him, but Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's fair. I like that. All right, Kyle, first bust. Washington Commanders. Uh, not for being underdogs going up against the Detroit Lions, but in a recent study slash article uh, where they did average prices of beer in stadiums, Washington Commanders had the highest with $14 a beer. God damn. Jesus Christ. Dude. <laughs> bust, dude. You guys <laughs> suck anyways. Like, yeah, you get it. The other teams, it's like, oh, that's rough to watch. You know, I thought it was going to be like the fucking... You know, like the Bills, you know, or something? Nah, Bill's going to have yeah, not expensive beer. Everybody they, they they could, fucking chug it. They could, because everyone would still buy it. Exactly. That's why I was like... And everyone's drunk coming into the stadium know. anyways. Yeah, so That's 14 fair. fucking dollars for a beer, dude. You can almost get three of those in Detroit. Yeah. Whew. Way better to be a Lions fan. All right, my first bust True. is going to be Nebraska. Why did it take him so long to fire Scott Frost? He hasn't been good for three years. He's been the head coach <laughs> for three years. Uh, why'd you fire him three games into the season? I understand you just mm-hmm. lost to Georgia Southern. Not good. You can't move on after that. You probably should have fired him before the season started and just have a clean slate. You would think that would be fair. You know, yeah. he underperformed his first two years as head coach. Hasn't done anything with the offense. Everybody that's good there transferred because they don't want to play there. You should have just moved on right after last season. Said, take it three games into the next season. They go one and two. Two and one, I think one and two doesn't matter. They played two very bad teams, lost to one of them, barely covered against another one, not barely covered, barely won against another one. Haven't covered any games. Come on, Nebraska, get your shit together. Yeah, get anybody else to be your head coach. Big yeah. facts, bro. Uh, first, Absolutely. first bust to me. Uh, luscious locks, male edition, long hair. Yes, men that have long hair. Also, could go flip the other way, and I'll explain why. Friday night. Umpire Ted Barrett got up close and personal with mm. James Karinchak and Indians or Guardians pitcher. Um, so the Twins manager, Rocco Baldelli, I don't even know how you pronounce his name. Baldelli. Um, Rocco thought too, such an Italian name. Karinchak was using Ge- some sticky stuff. What what they get checked for, you know, yeah, yeah. all the time um, because. And I watched this clip, and Karen Chak, after every pitch, would just go to his hair and just fucking grab it. Just grab it. Just grab it. And then pitch the ball. So then he called him out. The ump had to come and check his luscious luscious locks, and it looked a little something like that. Gave him a nice little scalp massage. A little, little petting. Just a nice little yeah. petting. Just a little nice little petting. Did he have tar uh, in the hair? Nope. 
turned out he was fine. Um, a lot of pitchers nowadays, instead of using sticky stuff, which a lot of pitchers used to use, they use sweat and a combination of the chalk mm-hmm. to create a some type of... Like a little sticky paste. Almost. Just a little yeah. bit, right? And so that's what he said he was doing. Uh, um, looked at him, looked him over, said it was good. And then the Twins pitcher um, looked like a dumbass because then he had the, he had the ump going and petting... <laughs> the Guardians picking picture. out ticks out of his uh, Regardless, though, luscious locks, you're a bust. Uh, watch out. Also, um, this could be that's what I'm saying. Flip sided twins manager Rocco Badali or whatever his name is, uh, bust to you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's fair. Either way, yeah, either way you want to spin it. Yeah, that's smart though. Bust. Use your sweat because then what are they gonna do? Ban sweat? Well, a lot of pitchers sweat, just man? use their arm sweat, they're yeah. just like. Yeah, you get and more grab of the it. hair though. You know and then, I mean? like, it's super obvious locks. that it's just you're using your sweat because it's you on your arm. If you had sticky stuff on your arm, it would be are... obvious that it's there. <laughs> yeah. It'd be right there. It fucking looks like a but he's using honey. his long hair where it's sweating, yeah, accumulating more sweat. Yeah. Dude, you know what's great? Do that one more time and have the have them be like, dude, check him, and it's not there. Now we can cheat. Yep. Every now game. you can put tarns. They'll be hair. like, well, no, he just does that. Yep. The best move. Fucking genius, dude. Also, but if you put sticky stuff in the back of your hair, then it'll be like sticking up like this when you're grabbing it. <laughs> like, <way laughs> just be smart about it, you know? Straight back. Just be smart about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, go like this and just come right back down. Yeah, you, you got to grab it and pull it back down. You, yeah. can't, you can't just leave it up there. And, and he back. was doing gotta, that. He was grabbing it and pulling it back down. Uh, my make a long <laughs> rope. <laughs> my, uh, my second and final bus is going to be Aaron Rodgers um, just for shattering the morale of the team. Um, it's nothing about the talent. It's going to be just not being the leader for the team and helping out the rookies and knowing that you're the best quarterback in the league, potentially, um, and you make weapons happen. So make your weapons. Don't break your weapons. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my second bus was going to be something related to Duke. I decided against it. Um, not about Duke. It's about someone that's talking shit about Duke. Um, my second bus is going to be Von Miller. Not just because of his haircut. I was going to say, that was bad. Not just because of his haircut. He had a, he has a podcast, or he was on a podcast or something, and he was asked to make comparisons for some NBA players. The NBA players were yes. LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. His LeBron comparison, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Okay. Not Tom Brady. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Not the worst one, right? No. no. His Steph Curry comparison. Cooper Cup. I kind of like it. I don't get it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I don't understand. So, it's the little so guy when he scores for your good. team when it matters. It's the, hell, it's, the, it's the little guy that's hella good. He's had one phenomenal season. Oh, take it easy. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry's had multiple phenomenal seasons. Cooper yeah. Cup's yeah. just getting started. Yeah. Steph Curry. Basketball. Steph Curry completely What's changed just Kevin Durant himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I don't know how you could even come close to making that comparison. Not not even talent-wise. What like tracks for Von Miller being like the same kind well, of he, player? He was saying about just Super Bowl chasing. That doesn't like, make any sense. Because team team Von Miller Bowl. won a Super Bowl before he left Denver, though. Yeah. Kevin Durant did not. Kevin Durant had to leave to win a Super Bowl. Von Miller did not. Yeah, but then he kept leaving. You know what I mean? And he's... I, I think... But that, that that's like the comparison he's saying. Like, and that I'm is... Like KD by... I'm chasing Super Bowl. Right? I think Von Miller was on a lot of drugs when he made his comparisons. <laughs> yeah. uh, or like a lot of like chicken shit in the area, high on the fumes. That could also be the case. 
Yeah. But I don't agree with any of those three comparisons. Uh, the closest one would be Aaron Rodgers to LeBron, and even that, LeBron gets compared to Tom Brady on a weekly basis. How he missed the ball on that one, I don't understand. I you know, just... Rogers is the greatest. Mm-hmm. So I mean, ring wise, you know, well, there's also the LeBron's got. I mean, the greatest of all time is Tom Brady. Yeah, and LeBron's. No, no doubt about it. But Le- how many Le- how many rings does LeBron have? Like four. So, so how many did Jordan have? Right, but Aaron Rodgers has one. No, 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 no. I, I so why is would Aaron Rodgers be a closer comparison than Tom well, Brady? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but you're going off. You said. I'm not basing it solely rings. off rings. He's, okay, well there we go. There we go. All right, uh, guys. My second, talent. my second. Bust, He's not going talent wise. <laughs> my <laughs> my second bust is a lot. Do you think Tom Brady's more talented than Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation before. Sorry, I didn't know you tagged my quarterbacks, so and now I had I had to get a flare up a little bit. I think Aaron Rodgers is more talented than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a better quarterback and leader, but Aaron Tim, what's your talented. second bust? Lining people up. Or if I was like, hey, like a haircut, or? there you go, yeah, dude. boom, haircut, yeah. lining people because up, of Von Miller. big bust. You know why? <laughs> Whoa, take it easy. Uh, because two people at the U.S. Open quarterfinals were removed <laughs> after one gave the other a haircut in the stands. This is great. Just a couple people. Here's a picture. Just lining them up. Yep. Just lining them up. Just lining them up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, just save it. Why? Why do it in the stands at the U.S. Open? Um, because honestly, of the clout? could be flipped into. I, I was like, that's kind of yeah. That's could be booming. could be flipped into a booming. Um, they but, went viral for that. Yeah, because that guy's probably a fucking barber, and now everyone's gonna be like, oh, I want to get my hair cut by that. Yeah. Guy. Uh, either way, dude. I mean, you know. No, but they got kicked out of the U.S. Open. Yeah. Like, no, that's a bust. That's a bust too. It's a bad look. I mean, yeah. bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So he's probably booming as far as his business goes. Yeah. Um, but overall, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, expect these long episodes every single week. Uh, We're menaces when it we, comes to football. We, 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 short, we, we but used we to can't. have a timer on the games. I'm pretty sure, right? I don't think so. We had a timer for topics. Okay, well, I think we should have a timer for games. Take it easy. We, we it's not, I don't know time. how much it's going to do for us. I mean, three hours, three hours. We do three hours without football. All right. Anyway, see you guys. Fair Yeah, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, we'll be going over week two games. Uh, maybe cut it down a little bit. We'll we'll probably won't, but we'll try. Um, and then uh, we're making our predictions as well for week three. Checking in on standings. Uh, thank you guys as always for the sport. We'll catch you next week. I'm going to apparently be burying myself week after week already. So um, stay tuned to watch me suck at making my picks. Um, But we'll catch you guys next week.